What up, man? It's your boy Jumpman Jones. You're live inside episode 32 of the Kickin' Shit Podcast. And with me today, I got the most controversial man alive, Jaquez. What's poppin', ladies? It's your boy Jaquez. I'd rather be with you and all your bullshit. Had to let y'all know it was me. How y'all doing? <laughs> all right, all right. Well, shit. Hey, let's get into it, bro. Um, you set the world on fire with your recent statements, man, saying you was the king of R&B. I mean, I, I mean, is that how you feel? Honestly? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's how I feel. Because when I feel, I feel up. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> uh, but for real, man. Uh, but when I say, you know, king of R&B, I don't mean rhythm and blues, you know. All right, man. Well, well, then tell us what you mean, my brother, because you had a lot of these R&B niggas going crazy. Hell yeah, I mean, you know, I'll clarify that, man. Well, when I say king of R&B, I'm saying I'm mm-hmm. the king of rings and bling because I'm the icest dude in the game. You heard me? <laughs> I well, okay, rings and, and bling. Okay, now what about Birdman and Wayne? They seem to be pretty icy. You more icier than them? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you right, you right, you right. But what I really mean is I'm the kings of rock and blow. <laughs> you know, because I used to move weight like a bodybuilder on steroids. <laughs> okay, I mean, like Jeezy, like Ross, Pushy T, you know, they all move weight. You was pushing it like that. <laughs> oh, man, you get me today. I mean, I ain't moving it like them. But, hey, what about ribs and barbecue? Because, you know, my sauce, sauce is in the mug. I do brisket, I do pork butt, I do chicken. Everything tastes good when it comes to Jacquette. All right, man, now you tripping. We all know DJ Paul got the best barbecue sauce in the game. And future stay saucing on them. Hey, Jacquette, what are you really king of, my guy? <laughs> I mean, man, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm honest, man. I was high for being that night. They came up to me asking me questions. I ain't know what else to say, man. I mean, <laughs> hey, you, I'm, you're, I'm a fucking fraud, man. Hey, hey, hey it's all good, bro. <laughs> no, man, only stream 10,000 streams, hey, man. Hey, hey, My last show was in the middle school gym, man. Hey, yo, I'm not y'all <laughs> king, man. I'm sorry, Usher. <laughs> all right, well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Jaquez Minute live on Kickin' Shit Podcast. He is not the king of R&B. He is not the king of rhythm and blues. He's not the king of ribs and barbecue. He's not even the king of rice and beans, damn it. I gotta go. I gotta go, man. Let's get the fuck out of here, man. Let's start this damn show. Feel the mouth with that yank hard yesterday, Skip. I be on these miles of hen dog, and now y'all got problems with me. That, Let uh... me celebrate. Buy some weed from you, cause I just feel like I don't want to ruin that part of our relationship. Let's just keep it strictly friendship. I don't want to add business. So to you it. had a separate. You kept. Yeah, so I got my weed guy, but you know I could network, but I don't want to ruin friendships over you know business. I always. Forget. But don't you want to always support black business? <laughs> uh, they were they're white actually. Oh. She's All the right. first white girl I've ever seen sell weed. Let's get into it, man. It's episode 32 <laughs> of the Kickin' Shit Podcast. I'm going to start this one off a little different. Let's go. Neo. I was uh, watching hers Tiny Desk concert. That's what's up. And I was listening to the lyrics of these songs. So I need you to listen to the lyrics of the song. <laughs> First place, I don't cause you always taking it the wrong way. Really, this bullshit. Oh, you need to listen. Trust me. Just once on Cali. The lyrics in this song, like in this first part. This song called Avenue. You take my headphones off. She said she just turned on this nigga's Avenue. She done with this. She tired of playing games, nigga. 
What's up? This shit's so gangster. <laughs> Sound like every other crazy woman. <laughs> she just know how to put it in words. Her feelings. All right, y'all. Let's get it started, man. Happy Monday, everybody, man. It's your boy Jumpman Jones. We gonna do this thing right. It's one of my favorites. It's the same song. New shit. New old shit. shit. Old shit. All kinds of shit. Let's go. This nigga the landlord. He knew he was living like that. Shout out the hoarders, bro. I'm paranoid. I can't sleep. You're still mad at me. It's not that deep. We've been here before. Oh, yeah, maybe. When you do that shit. Oh, please stop bringing up the passion. Oh, tell me I'm being irrational. No, you're in your feelings, but all I know is don't make me feel the way. I heard this song before. <laughs> Insecure? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You got a tablecloth? Happy Monday, everybody out there. I gotta let the second part drop real quick. I hope y'all get out y'all feelings before Christmas comes. I got you, bruh. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got a little walker. Shout out to Hoarders, man. Yo, what up, man? It's your boy Jumpman Jones. You alive inside episode 32 of the Kicker Shit Podcast. I am here with my crew. You already know what it is. Jukebox, holler at him. Hey, what up, man? It's your boy Jukebox. Johnny, you can catch me on Somebody's Live telling jokes this week. Also, we got Miss Nikki in the building. Uh, your mic is on, so go ahead and say what's up to the folks. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> How are you? I'm great. <laughs> you on the backside, by the way. I always remember label facing you. Um, That's how she like it, though, right? I don't believe in labels. I do like the backside. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, another we week in here. Yeah, we in here. Another week down. Uh, we all watching hoarders. If you haven't noticed yet, <laughs> has said plenty of times. It's some nasty motherfuckers out here, for real. But why we judging these hoarders? When none of y'all room tidy as kids, like, let's stop, yeah, let's true. stop, let's stop. Like, you remember that time you had the pizza plate under your bed? Oh, definitely. Three, three weeks old. Yeah, yeah. Now you Oreos got a trail of ants in that motherfucker. Your mom is tripping like, yo, where are these ants coming from? Definitely, man, shit. Then when your mom got to clean your room up and she find your shit, like, oh, no. Mm, I have an exception to the rule. What military child? I was gonna say oh, it's like one out of no. every ten friends is My actually room clean. Was never dirty. I had, yeah, I had a homeboy. He he woke up, cleaned his room, and made his bed every morning. That was daily. Hey, but you know they say that's how you get your life together. You clean up the place around you, then you clean up yourself. Hmm. Ooh, that's deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's deep. Yo, let's start early with the deep. Know. <laughs> Thank she, you for she that. She told jewel. me to go deep. I'm already there. Oh, what? Let's go. <laughs> let's go. <Dang. laughs> oh my god. Dang. <laughs> That's how we rocking on episode 32, oh nigga. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, surprise me <laughs> to this day. All right, man. Uh, yo, anyway, how's everybody? How's everybody doing? How's everybody's week? How's everything going? Everything, everything good? Y'all doing anything interesting this week? 
Nah, you know what I'm saying? I, I I went to lunch with my homie from work, the other black guy from work. We went to lunch together. That nigga on that healthy shit. Oh, so y'all hanging out now. Mm, you know. Yeah, they are friends now. I don't really like his personality too much, but you know, we gotta survive. <laughs> we, we, we gotta be we gotta be cordial because we gotta survive. Hold up, man. In a place where we outnumbered. <laughs> What's fucked up about his personality, man? Talk about it. I mean, I just, you know. And, and another thing is I wasn't actually real with him either. I didn't give him the real me. So maybe he was still not giving me the real him. I was like, come uh, on, man. You know what I'm saying? You, you, like, you look like the type of nigga to fuck a bunch of white girls. That's how I was looking at that nigga. <laughs> but, oh. <laughs> I can't even comment on that, oh, man. Oh, man. Man, listen, man. We're going to jump this hey, thing man. off. Cue me up real quick because I've been loving black women. What what the hell are you doing? Loving black Random women. Random Deontay Wilder. I've been loving black women, bro. To this day. Yo, this nigga said right now. All right, man. Let's see if I can get this right this week, man. We're going to go over these headlines, man. Hey. 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 Yo, if we ever get money, they gonna sue the shit out of us. I can't wait till I get sued. I'm like, I me too. I'm gonna be like, fuck y'all niggas. Yeah, take my goddamn Suck broken my down Ford Escape from the back. Nigga. Shit got new tires on it. <laughs> you can have it. We'll what sucking my dick from the back? Yes. Yo, have you ever really thought about that in your head, like getting your dick sucked from the back? Yeah, you gotta be like on soft, really. You can't get your dick sucked from the back while you hard. You kind of could. You that shouldn't be painful. You got to be that floppy hard. Like, oh. you got a stiffy, but you can bend it. You know what I'm saying? You can't be like... Maybe. You can't be like, I need to fuck right now hard. Yeah, that, yeah, That's yeah. a different type of hard. You can't have uh, like 100% blood in the penis. Exactly. Like, you got to have some bendables in Yo, there. Yo, man. Shout out to the penis, man. The penis is definitely uh, one of God's greatest creations, man. Women should appreciate it more, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> so... I want to ask y'all, who, who is the king of R&B? It's not Jacquees. Shit, man. You know, my king of R&B is Usher. Usher. I mean, but why? Why Usher? He got, to me, he got one of the best albums of all time in Confessions. He still make hits here and there. Confessions was that strong that that made him the king of R&B? Mm, compare, and it, Don't think, nobody, yo, I've been listening to this argument all week. Ain't, no, ain't been no mention of 8701, no mention of my way. They go just straight for Confessions. I mean, it did go diamond. 20 times It's one of the top uh, To me it's one of the top Five albums of all It is time. the top five albums I agree I don't disagree with this I don't yeah. disagree with this at all I think He said The king for his era Yeah We've already At this point We all know The discussion is done Like Jacquees ain't even Prince Yeah I don't even think He can challenge the throne I think he's like a court jester <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he definitely he's somewhere funny. in that right. And then all the niggas that came to the film, like Tory Lanez, that's another court jester ass nigga. Like these yeah. niggas ain't on. If you niggas. say King of R and B, and I would say Chris Brown, if Chris you say Brown, in this yeah. era, right now, Chris, it gotta be Chris Brown. I, I mean, I don't know how people consider Drake, but I would say Drake. Ooh, this nigga just threw Drake in the I conversation. Mean, what's his music considered? Is he a rapper? Is he doing R and B? Because he does make shit like Sade. Mm. And when he when on his singing tip, his shit sounds similar to Sade. Wow, um, but I mean, my king of R B is Usher. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Usher, 
Of course, R. Kelly's the king. Let's not. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's, the original king is R. Kelly. Tyrese. Tyrese got to be in there. Tyrese got to be in the top 10 of all time. Uh, yeah. I ain't going to put him in the top. Straight I, he don't make the, I think when it comes to vocals, Tyrese is in there. Vocals? Yeah. Oh, when it comes to vocals, there's a lot of niggas now. When it comes to R&B vocals, yeah. Tyrese is in there with the vocals. Chris, see, now, see, that's where you get Chris Brown the fuck out of here. Yeah. Because I think with the vocals, and a lot of people would challenge me on this, I don't think Chris Brown up there with the vocals. No, nah, he's not up there with the vocals. He don't got range like that. But R&B niggas are like so spread out. When you say Chris Brown can sing, like when he hit a note, it's that same note he always, always hit. Always hit, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. some niggas can hit you real low. It can hit you high. I think the, the, the best sample of his voice is when you watch This Christmas. When you watch oh, yeah. This Christmas, you get the best sample of Chris Brown's voice. Um, so, what's oh. up? Because nobody's mentioned Neo. Neo can't sing to me. People feel like, yeah, people, I, I love Neo. I feel like Neo can sing. Okay. But a lot of people will battle me, and I don't have anything to back it because I've never heard Neo sing live. Now, when Neo, it comes to, and also. I like Neo music. He's a very good songwriter. Neo's not an R&B artist to me. He's transcendent r He's a pop artist to me. Mm. So what's really considered R&B? Like, does John Legend come into this category? John Legend would be, eh, nah, he crossed over a long time ago, too. What about Raheem Devon? Raheem Devon, that's R and B, that's soul too. But Raheem Devon like is not. Soul-ish. Yeah. So I guess it's like, what what is our criteria for king? Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to, to be put a king. It I would think be, vocal ability has more to do with anything over. Of course, like, you got to have. I say, if it was like a percentage, vocal ability is probably going to hold the most weight. It does hold the most weight, but I think everything. What? Well, no, I. It doesn't hold the most weight because our kings, Chris. R. Kelly and Usher. I think Usher's the best singer out of all of them. Yes. Yeah. But the rest of them, popularity, the hits, yeah, the Song album sales. I think all of that is what's really, really the making the love of women. So how much women are love you? Criteria for him to say this. Who Jacquez? Yes. I think that he was, was on a bean. Oh, yeah, he hit an high. No, I didn't. He was on a bean. He said. I thought yeah. that he <laughs> just put it out on his Instagram one day. No, nah, he was. He was just feeling himself. Because yeah, he, no, he if it's vocal ability, like I'm not even. It was a good song. Does he write his own music? Because his songs, I like his song. songs. Who, uh, Jacquez? Yeah, I like his music. He got some good, some hits. He not. He only he's has one album. To, he's too, too. Yeah, he's too young to claim that king of R and B shit. Even for just our generation. This high ass generation. nigga had all of all the R and B niggas came out of the grave. Yeah. Yo, Tank, Holiday came Tank out the pissed. grave. <laughs> Tank came out the grave. Eric, ba- Eric, oh, Bellinger, Eric Bellinger, man. Eric Belichick is singer. I like. Pleasure I, I P. Like Pre- Pleasure P came something. out the grave, yeah. which I appreciate. Who was it? Jay Bobby Holland Valentino. He said we all need to go on tour Bobby. together. Nigga in Myrtle Beach, money. acting like he in Miami. Nigga in Myrtle Beach. Oh, Bow Wow Challenge. Oh yeah, flexing. <laughs> what about the weekend? Is the weekend considered R and B? Nah, that nigga's pop. No, uh, pop. Nigga has now. been crossed over. I know you want your money. Yeah, he that nigga. Sing, and that's how. That's who I am yeah. with Drake. Like, if you threw him in the R and B conversation, Drake I can't feel sing like. like that. I yeah, his like, vocal ability, but his songwriting ability is Yeah, up his there. songwriting is ability to sell, but he's selling rap tunes. He ain't sold a full R&B album yet. Birdman won't let him. Nobody want to talk about Genuine? He, he tried to. Birdman Genuine, said, nah. Genuine can't sing, but the king? No. Yeah, Genuine. Genuine can't sing, but the king? I, lo- I love Genuine. So, I yeah, he definitely got to be pop. Popularity has to be I something. I love that whole TSG album. Like, with uh, oh, TTG. Uh, yeah. yeah. I like that TGT. whole joint. I'm mad they're not doing another one. That joint was that's like R and B. That's sorry. some Tank real underrated. Life R&B. I don't like Tank him. can sing. Yeah, live. Tank is underrated. Like he really like they, Tank sung on the Steve Harvey Morning Show a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. He blew my fucking head off. I was like, wow. Yes. Like songs like Tank actually sounds worse on record 
because huh. he sung. What's that song? What's what's his his original hit? Um, I maybe you. I deserve. He sung uh. maybe I deserve, <laughs> and it's something about a nigga singing a song live. You hearing those lyrics and like, oh wow, like this just like. Damn, bro. Yeah, who sung that? Uh, what about Jaheen? Justin, yeah, Justin K. Oh, Jaheen. Oh, Jaheen. I don't make oh, it. Oh, man. Isn't that Can what I make that love first? to you for yes. the last time, baby? Yes. Oh, Justin K. Justin K. We're not in this generation. <laughs> we really are. R and B is trash right now. Yeah, R and B is trash right now. Because Chris Brown, it's hard to nobody after Chris. It's hard to put in a category right now because everybody rapping and singing. Singing. Who's after Chris? Says that he's king because he's literally in there with like one other person. That could be. It's some niggas not getting no shine right now. Yeah, definitely Chris Brown. But who's after Chris? There's, no, there's really nobody. Is Trey Songz his oh, generation? Oh, August Alcina also. Trey Song is his himself. generation. Trey Songz no, in there. Trey Songz is ours. So he's in there with Usher. He's in Usher's yeah. group. But Chris is ours too. But who's after them? Like with these That's current cats. That's what I'm saying. Cats. He's by himself with like August Alcina. <laughs> so and you like might Tory be right. Lanes. Tory Lanez Which might got a. Tw- Lanes in his yeah, he's like, yeah, I sing too, motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 I can't stand oh, either. what about Bryson Tiller? Are you more Drake? I was just about to say that. More Drake? I say more R&B. I say more R&B. I like Bryce. Out of these young niggas. Bryce, give us another album, B. Uh-huh. Bryce, Oh, Six Black? Yeah. He in this generation. He got two albums that people like. We just named two niggas that's better than Tory Lanez and fucking Jaquez. Yeah. That's why I say them niggas court justice. so Chris Brown. Is not in our generation. Bryson Tiller. Oh, Chris him. Brown, we can't. So Chris, Bryson Chris Tiller Brown basically and Six Black on open. top right there. These so, are yeah, top two. Bryson Tiller and you Black. come out in the last three years. That's <laughs> okay. the new generation, apparently. So let's get a third person in this list. Is it Jacquees? <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> not, it's definitely not Jacquees. Number three. That trash-ass album is oh, definitely it's not Miguel. Who, Where's Miguel? Pop. He's pop. He's popish. That's pop. Frank Ocean popish. Now, Frank Ocean was in somebody's argument. I was listening to a podcast this week, but then it was like they said, they were saying he can't really be a king, but I think he could be in the discussion for this generation. So, yeah, for this generation, Bryce Attila, Frank Ocean, and Black. And Black. If you look up Black, if that's the case, Frank Ocean number one. Is it going to come up as Frank Ocean would be number one. That is true. If you look up who? If you look up Black in like his discography, is it going to come up as. That's R&B. a good question. It might come up trap. There's so many like categories that that's why it's dollar sign. R&B has been so like Ty Dolla Sign is my king for this generation. Ty Dolla Sign get busy. He Ty is get busy. very busy. Ty, we don't let Jeremiah out the conversation. Probably. He's out doing we don't let Jeremiah thing. all the way out the oh, conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jeremiah, good song. He liked the dream to me. He a good songwriter, but yeah. I really don't care to hear you. No, nah, I don't care to hear his albums either. Six Black. It says American singer, songwriter, rapper. He's just everything. But most of them rap now. Most of them rap now. Which which one of them don't spit a few bars in between a couple? (laughs) Yeah. It just sounds better because of Drake. Drake started that shit, really. So maybe Drake is the king of R&B for this generation. Nigga's the king of music right now. Whoa. (laughs) To this day. (laughs) <laughs> Alright man We want to give a big shout out To Fit Now Out there killing everybody hey, Damn, shout out to Fit Now I'm about to take some Fit Now tonight Hey get man Y'all stay now away and from later. Stay off the coke And stay off the heroin Please people uh, They are cutting that shit With Fit Now Fit Now will take your ass up Out the game So please be careful While you out there Doing your thing That's messed up Cause I was time. waiting Till I got money To start getting on coke Cause I heard it's one of those drugs You gotta be oh, rich yeah, yeah, to be yeah, on yeah, yeah. I was gonna now wait I can't I even do it Yeah I'm, I'm, now I'm scared I was yeah. gonna wait Till I was like mm, About Six figures in the game, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So after we signed that Cinemax deal for topless interviews, yeah, I was definitely in there. <laughs> I wanted eighty percent. I want my shit to be eighty percent pure, and then you can, you know, nah, cut I don't the want twenty. Oh, I mean, baby powder in a twenty percent. 
Yeah, you want a hundred percent pure. Be yo, you be iced out at the party, ski. Uh huh, for real. Definitely fucking white bitches then. Definitely, and you gonna give us some crazy dick. That's one. <laughs> what you said? Oh yeah, we trying to. We got the B word counter. Oh uh, man, but nah, it is the most deadliest drug in America, people. Uh, we joke, we joke, we joke. Be careful. Um, Michael Cohen's about to do three years. Hey man, shout out to him, man. See, y'all always talking about not, no snitching, but hey, he's snitching and he's straight. He, he got, got that three time cut in half. He going to a snitch uh, jail. He, he going to be chilling. Straight up. Chilling. Ah, I forgot to add that one. It's all right, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. That shit is crazy to me, man. This Trump shit, man. We'll see if he even make it. Are they going to get the big dog? They got everybody under the big dog. That and then I coming. woke up to Instagram one morning after I heard about the Michael Cohen shit, and it said Trump, in, Trump, basically like a cartoon saying Trump was about to be indicted. I was like, "What?" Yeah, man. Cause you, let's think about it. You pay, you paid a lawyer to pay off somebody. That's illegal. But he paid off, and a, your a, lawyer is the one that just snitched. You can't pay off the strippers, like yo, pay the sex workers. You can't lie about it. Everybody. You can't lie about paying them off. Did he lie on the stand? Or did he just lie? Yeah, that's a good question. But I think when he was, was questioned, lie, lie? he lied. Yeah, wasn't a lie lie. President can't lie lie? Wasn't a lie lie. Oh, you a liar liar. Yeah, nah. <laughs> he, he ain't lie lie. He just lied. President can't lie, man. The president be lying all the fucking time. Oh, yeah, man. But hey, shut up that nigga. That's, real talk, that this, nigga's a bulldog. This is my political prediction. Trump will win in 2020, and we'll get eight years of this More than nigga. likely. Only person that's going to beat him... Is Trump a- don't give a fuck Andrew about. with Barack backing him? Nope. Ah, shit. Andrew, too, he, too, he too clean cut. All right. It's got to be Bernie or it's got to be Biden. And they both old as shit. So you need a I raw. For them so are you are you saying you need a young bulldog to come for him? Somebody that don't care. That's gonna that's gonna get in the ring and go yeah, low. Because Trump with don't his care. Ass. Trump don't care. He's like I'll fuck. I don't give a fuck about you. I'm gonna say what I want to say, and what that's what you old need. Dude from Florida, G- Andrew Gillum. Yeah. Nah, yeah. He said was too I'm clean saying cut. He's he a little oh. too clean cut. Dang. Uh, it's gonna well. take a lot of help. Like Obama gonna have to be by his side the whole time. Hell yeah People love Obama And right now He don't have an office That he's in right now So it's kind of hard To come from nothing To running for president You got at least Want to say uh, He's the acting governor or He's the actor So basically acting There is senator. nobody out there That go toe to toe With this nigga A woman could A woman could what if I'm David, so glad what if, that you said that What if Tony? David Duke Runs in his own party And goes toe to toe With Trump <laughs> David Duke <laughs> <laughs> Hey David Duke Did get elected before He got elected for uh, Congress I think in um, Alabama Where the fuck David Duke from Georgia or something Oh he used they to be. Yo, I was listening to this shit. Um, it's a podcast called Reveal, and they were doing like a documentary on the South and what keeps our Confederate history alive. Yo, y'all pay for that shit. We pay for that shit. Statues, monuments, oh, really? military, all of that. That's why it's such a big and deal. And they, they have try a to group. And they have a group of people who fight for those rights, for those things to be I protected. Bet. I used to uh, bank a, a client. That I was. was uh, they was called the Confederate Brothers of the South. And yeah, I, that's yeah, that's bro. Him. When I when I opened the account, <laughs> the guy was like, he's like, I already know what you're gonna say, man. I was like, I ain't gonna say Are you nothing. Nah, yeah. no. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna say anything. Oh, what happened? Wow. So he comes in. He got they got the LLC paperwork and everything. He's Talk like, about open it. An account, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> so yeah, he probably saw it on my face. Like I'm really about to do this, and uh, he was like. Uh, is like I know what you're about to say, man, but we're not racist. We're just here. This is a history. This is a part of our life. Our grandparents, grandparents are part of this, and this is why we're trying to keep it alive. I was like, hey, man, I understand. Thanks for explaining it. It's already problematic if you have to say that it's not racist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. If you, if I gotta tell you if something, I have to tell you that it's not racist. Shout out to Johnny for not losing is. his job. Right. Never, bro. I'm the perfect black guy for white people. <laughs> I will agree with that. Yeah, man. Uh,
I have no problem with being that guy. What the perfect white guy for bad? Yeah, plus you, I, I like white people. I think you're the perfect. I, I understand. I think you're, you're the perfect liaison for people. No, nah, I wouldn't say I'm a sellout. You're the perfect liaison for people, man. You yeah. gotta be. I love hearing people sigh. You've always been. This day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> I'm just saying, you are. Oh, I love this nigga, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, man. Atlanta United won the MLS Cup. Shout out Atlanta United. Hey, yo. Soccer culture is alive and well in ATL, That's man. That's what I'm saying, boy. They bigger than the Falcons. I'm going to a game next year because I seen the game. Definitely. There was a whole bunch of Spanish mommies out there, bro. Yes, whole bunch. Some fine, fine men on that team. Oh, whoa, All right, I give you that. I give you that. I feel whoa. you, man. I know some girls really? that like girls love soccer players. My type. Your body has to be phenomenal to be a soccer player. Yeah, that's a lot of up and down. Whatever, nigga. <laughs> soccer <laughs> player. You can't be soccer player might fuck the shit out you. <laughs> Miss Nikki to be <laughs> Miss Nikki be the main yeah, one. Definitely got like stamina. Not my tired ass. You, you, you my drugged up alcoholic ass stamina. giving you five minutes of dick. <laughs> you best to be satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes of dick. Yo, why we got you in this nigga and we on the subject of stamina? What is from pe- penetration standpoint? What? How long does from a woman a penetration wa- standpoint? from a penetration? How long does a woman want to be penetrated? <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered. That, that is a good fucking question. Is, I want yeah. to know too because I, 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 I eat the pussy for thirty minutes because <laughs> I know you about to get five minutes of dick. I know this before you know this. Straight up. <laughs> Yo, you got a cape for women. You got a cape for women. I hope they come for you too if you don't get this right. <laughs> All the homegirls gonna be like, 20 uh-huh. minutes? Like, what was that girl talking about, y'all podcast? She only needs 15 minutes of penetration, not me. Cool 30, 45? Of penetration? Nah. Wow. Changing I'm, positions? I'm definitely not fucking these hoes to sleep. Is that because you don't come? Uh, you want to you want to come that whole 30, 45 minutes. Oh, okay. No. So so you got to get the criteria. You give the criteria. So let's, all right. <laughs> How much penetration if you've come enough times? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you want lengthy penetration for the possibility of coming. Let's say you going to come with this nigga. I'm, how much penetration is mandatory? I'm going to stick with 30. 30 minutes? Like, that's not bad. So okay. that's, that's an episode of uh, Orange is the New Black. There you go. Because, I mean, oh, if, you, right. if you feel like you can go further, then go further. And then if you want to shorten it up, you can. But like hmm. 30 is like I really don't know spot. how long sex be lasting, though. Exactly. That's uh, the point. That's yeah. why it's a weird question to ask because I'm not. Well, you could gauge clock. it. You could gauge it. Yeah. All right. Let's timer, be honest, though. When, they, when you know your girl done came out at least three times, times you, you feel like that nigga. Right. You like, right. shit, yeah. it is what Let it is. Go ahead and get mine now. She better not complain when I bust off. You had three organs. I had one. And I went to sleep. Ain't nothing like it, bro. Ain't nothing like it. Man, speaking of, man. Yeah, yeah, you're off the hook. Okay, thank you. I, how much penetration? We'll see you next episode. How much penetration do you think Offset is gonna have to get Cardi? Because I don't think she responds to some. Nah, Cardi's Spanish, bro. Spanish women different. <laughs> they want. Well, we we, we caught this last time. week. We caught this last week. Well, yeah. What is she doing if they broken up? Oh, she fucking somebody right now. Uh, she could be taking care of her child. Mama. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, but that's what they got nannies for. You got monies. Offset. I'm just, y'all, I'm just come saying. on! First of all, women, y'all all name. know y'all got that one guy that y'all can let fuck. Y'all always Whoa. keep him in the tuck. Y'all Whoa. always keep him in the tuck. So when that you and your main nigga fuck up for fuck up, fuck up, you calling him? I can neither agree or nor deny that statement. <laughs> wow, Johnny is in his wow. Shout out to Crown Royal, man. Pay me something. <laughs> all right, man. I did have one last shout out, Issa Ray. 
She signed a multi-year deal with Columbia Pictures to promote up-and-coming writers with a diverse background. The deal is a color creative, the platform for emerging diverse writers, a company co-founded by Ray. So shout out to her. She's still doing continuous. That's what's do up. I'm going to hit her up because I got an idea of, uh, for my color, new comic people, book. Uh, people of color in Hollywood. <laughs> so shout out to East. Well, that means we need to start having some better movies then. And not having like they talked remakes. about that in the article. But what about reading. the movie with uh, Masha Ali or whatever that's coming out? That's I, good. I, I think, good I, I think yeah. black people have a lot of original. I think that's movies. also based off a book. I though. think black movies. I think it's a true story. Oh, that's yeah. True. I think black people have a lot of original movies. I want to see it because they I, do, and so that's why when she's saying that, I hope that it sparks that because I'm sick of seeing. Oh, like, what you don't like the slave movies. Two. Uh, Twelve Years a Slave Two. Like, oh, I Creed don't Two is not particular. It's not your black. It's not a black movie. A white guy could have played it's Creed. Not, yeah, but I'm just speaking in general. Like, there's not enough black movies because we keep just remaking. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we need. I feel like what about Get Out? You feel like Get Out was different, right? Or it no? Was, that was. If different. I see a Get Out Two, I'm gonna be pissed. Mm-hmm. So would you rather see like a uh, Maiden in Manhattan with a black cast? Oh, no, because okay. I hate that movie. But you could. But I mean, you gotta think, man. Everything like <laughs> so, sometimes you have to cater things to your your culture. You know I'm what I'm saying? Let me think of a good movie, maybe Wolf of Wall Street with a black cast. Man, them niggas. Well, that was kind of like a biopic. I don't think God we should take damn. movies that are already out. We already have Wolf of black. Wall Street. I mean, shit what, like Frank Ocean. Yeah, I mean, Frank American Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Wolf of Wall Street for us. I, like, that was I'm good because okay we can't get like, in Wall Street. New ideas. That's what I'm saying. Like she's trying to find writers to come up with new ideas, not taking what's already out there and I putting a you. black spin on it. I feel you. I got you. That's annoying. I feel you. I think she could do that. Kind of like her show, like Insecure. Yeah, like yeah. she didn't base that show off of another show with white people. Yeah, she just that's Black Life. AT yeah. Atlanta. That's people like keep, Black Life. Because people at first, when she True. first came out, they were like, "Oh, is Insecure like friends with black people?" And it's like, no, like it's not the same. I Don't see what compare you're it. Oh, if that's, that's the case, right I'm down for that too. Yeah, I'm yeah. down for that too. I like to see that. I like shows like that. Insecure, Atlanta, Get Out, shit like that, because you don't see it coming. I think Atlanta still caters more to the culture, and you see, you still see some of the prevalent stereotypes in our culture in that shit. But it's different because yeah. it's it's weird. It's 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 from a different yeah. perspective. It's not, it's not the it. perspective that everybody's used yeah. to. Yeah. What about y'all? Ever seen Snow on the Bluff? Um, oh my god, I love that movie. Yeah, Snow on the Bluff is good. I, I watch the Snow on the Bluff. But is it fake? <laughs> Yeah, it's fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's was very totally fake. fake. Yeah, it yeah, was. yeah, yeah, yeah. It okay. was. But that guy was really like a trapper. Right, but there was like a whole deal about like, was this like a because he got killed. Staged, he got killed a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, was it a stage documentary? or Was it actually real? I believed it for a second. Yeah, it was fake, but it was good. Like it took me a couple times. I had to like read up on it to find out it was fake. Oh, okay. <laughs> And I, it was hard to tell because I didn't think it was fake until towards the end. I was like, "Oh, this got to be kind of fake." No, I thought it was fake. For the I end. thought that movie was real for the longest. I probably just found yeah, out. You like years me? That's yeah. what I'm saying. I thought it was real. <laughs> it was like two or three years ago. I was like, "Okay, so it's fake." Okay, yeah. Because I kept. It was a constant conversation with my best friend. Like, man, you sure this this fake or you sure this real? Like, we kept going back and forth. It looks pretty. That pretty shit should have came out in theaters. But finally, we, I just Wikipedia oh, the shit. It was just something on Netflix that we would just. It would have been good. It is you just found black out about Blair Witch project yeah. oh that's a good one bro give yourself something give yourself something from the soundboard <laughs> have Your applause choice. Choice. <laughs> anyway man uh yeezy came at drake this week man yeezy's back in the news hey man i i, I was i was before i get into i am these, so confused about this shit okay i was gonna get into these tweets but before i get into these tweets um i think what i'm trying to figure out right now is i don't understand why he's in his feelings all the time 
Yeah, know. this random moments. He just like, pops up out of nowhere. No one cares, and he just tries so hard to have people to care. Have you ever argued with somebody and don't give a fuck? So it was like he was arguing with yourself. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I felt like that's what he was doing. I felt like he was he arguing. Does he does it. He goes time. crazy for like twenty two hours. He was tweeting, and we won't see him tweet again till like next year. Right, I, like next summer. All of a sudden, he's gonna be back. He like, I feel he like, probably gonna talk about Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he should. You know, I don't know. I feel like he should seek help. I mean, at this point, man, come on. He yeah, gotta he, have at it. At this point, it's sad. Daily. At this point, it's sad. He said he was off his meds, though. That's <laughs> not an excuse. He's like, I just wasn't getting enough sleep or some shit like that. I had <laughs> sleep deprivation. Well, the Twitter rant started with. He needs a lobotomy. The Twitter rant started with this clout shit done got out of hand, bro. Trav is my family. And let this Met throw sneak this at me for clout. That's what it says. Must have been something that happened at Thanksgiving dinner. I I know I think stay too close to each other to not hash this shit. Everybody out. lives in the same. Well, Drake moving. Drake Wait, leaving L.A. He's <laughs> moving back to Toronto. Drake is moving. Wait, is this issue with Drake or is it how with does, Travis Scott? How does Both the rap, of them. How does a rapper oh. move? You haul? No, you leave they your shit there. There, right? You so he is it still his house? You take your Grammys and your awards. You leave your shit there. You think the Grammys are there in our Toronto are at his mom's house? Probably at his mom's. If you had awards, would they be at your house or your mother's house? I tell you what, the first couple of awards go to my parents because they they help me get there. But like, if let's say I've really been striving to get an award, they going to. I'm trying to write the house. best script of all time. <laughs> I'm trying to do get the potty of the year or something like that. Whatever yeah. podcast awards are called, the potty. <laughs> then that's going with me. Alright. This nigga was typing hella fast. I heard My Drake, parents getting all the MTV awards. Here you go. He said I heard Drake <laughs> had more bars dissing me that were removed. I used to bring Trav with me everywhere with me. I'm an inspiration to both him and Drake. I'm trying to figure out why he mad at Trav. That's what I want to know because like he just drug him into this. <laughs> Family first. Fuck clout. Fuck that sicko mode song. But didn't he let Pusha snap first, on Drake? Always. Exactly, man. He let him get at him. This Ooh. is hopefully gonna be and a short. And Dr- Pusha was a little bit more direct. Kanye's. I, I have a problem. Oh shit! You know what? I'm reading these. Sicko mode is the song of the year. Anyways. Let me read these in order because I got I got them all in order. So he started yeah, with this clout shit going out of hand, bro. And then he goes to Trav. Uh, Trav is my family. I let this man throw sneak disses at me for clout. I heard Drake had some more bars dissing me that were removed. That, I used to bring Trav with me everywhere. <laughs> I'm an inspiration to both him and Drake. No. More fake playing with people's lives, kids, and mental health. No more cap. What is cap? Do y'all use cap? I don't know what the fuck this nigga's talking about. Man, that's why we keep saying we missed the old Kanye. Who is this motherfucker, man? This dude is different. Hold on. He passes Drake's Drake's the crib every day. See, he's typing too fast. To the right. It's blank. On site, Saint says to the right. <laughs> Shout out to Did Saint. Did he just bring up his child? <laughs> trying Saint, to man. kick me while I'm, I'm down. To, I hope one of my Our daughters marries Saint. I need that money. Confused. If Drake would go at Yay, that that there is interviews that he loves me and then he doesn't give a fuck about anyone. You tried to hurt my pockets. You threatened my safety. Of me and my family. The yes, safety you're gonna of me. How? You're going to be poor soon, Kanye. You're going to run out of money. Not, not, not with Kim. Unless Kim leave his ass. I have a problem. Kim with ain't never dishes. born broke. I never. hit Trav earlier today. That's what I'm now he to just parents. hit me. More threats. Drake called me threatening me. It's not about rap. It's about family. We have to be close as a family and never let those people infiltrate for radio spins. People sold their souls. You got a number one record, but you got it by letting this dude dish your brother-in-law. If I wasn't here, oh, wow, 
here h-e-a-r oh, all that's artists why would he's be doing memorial songs because travis let drake do a verse on his album yeah uh, guess who gives a fuck no travis Scott gives I, I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting to i'm getting to it i actually like sicko mode but i don't like that it's it was a sneak disc love to all artists i love everybody all positive energy no one that is a musician should ever diss me my existence for the rights of all artists i'm a man about my family and integrity Broke down doors for sneakers, fashion, music, everything. These are facts. I agree. I agree. No artist should ever diss me for clout, period. I need that love and respect that we didn't give Michael while I'm alive. No, you got dissed because I you're agree crazy. With that. Then Kim came through and she was <laughs> like, and she added Drake, never threaten my husband or our family. He paved the way for I should be, be liking his pictures, though. Chill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My husband is the most brilliant person, the most genius person that I know. He has broken so many boundaries, everything from music, stage design, fashion, culture, and will continue to change the world. Do you want a cookie? Then Ariana Grande chimed in. She was she like, did? guys. She did. That's where that whole thing came I know from. there are grown men arguing online. Right now, but Molly and I are dropping our beautiful uh, shout out to Molly Cyrus. Hey, I love me some Molly Cyrus. Are dropping our beautiful new songs tonight. So if y'all could please just behave for just like a few hours so the girls can shine, that'd and be Kanye so sick. Did Thank not you. like that at all. And it's then okay. the internet went wild with memes. I will say this a genius, most geniuses, it was some truth into this rant. I mean, he's. If you're a genius, you got to I think that's for you to be considered a genius. You have to be crazy. You yeah. can't be a genius insane. Definitely, he's definitely if a I, genius. If niggas, if niggas is calling you a genius, and I meet you, and you don't seem off, you ain't a genius, nigga. Yeah, I'm sorry. You got to be a little crazy to be a genius. Something got to be off about you, Michael Jackson. Something was yeah. awful about Mike. They don't handle emotions well. They can't keep too many thoughts and things in their brain at one time. Yeah, they, they like know too it. much. Yeah. And that drives them crazy. Something was off about Prince. Like um, Dave Chappelle, Tupac. These guys are really Dave geniuses because they know so much and that shit drives them crazy, the truth that they know. And people walk around every day not knowing this truth and it's kind of like, I'm trying to tell y'all something. How can y'all be doing this and not understand? Lupe Fiasco. Drives, yeah, Lupe. People like that, oh they just gosh. think, the, they look at the world different. They accept things different. They And they just, their mind process and stuff different and they try to tell you Jay-Z is a good person because Jay-Z is like that but Jay-Z is like I think Jay-Z is Jay more so smart than he is a genius because mm. these guys are geniuses when it comes to like just in music Jay-Z is just smart as a businessman mm -hmm. and so I think he's able to and he knows a lot yeah, he definitely. But he don't let that shit interview. He don't let it interfere. It doesn't with what bother the fuck him. He got to do. Yeah, it doesn't drive him it crazy. Yeah, it ain't driving him crazy. He ain't pondering on it. He just worries about him. He's more so yeah. self-centered, and I think geniuses are more so people-centered. Like, how can yeah. I save the world, not yeah. just myself? Yeah, Jay Z's um, like, I'll tell y'all, but if y'all niggas don't accept what I'm telling y'all, then fuck it. At least I know the diss. On Kanye the is like, I'll tell y'all, but if y'all don't get it, I gotta tell y'all again in another way. The diss on the record was the the, the checks over stripes. Checks over stripes. Ah, uh, oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was what he's been more so hitting on. I didn't know that he hopped on there for like more so of a um. I didn't think it was a diss. I thought the song was hot. It's the best song I knew of the there year, were probably. In there, but it's also not that serious. Yeah, because Kanye that, spends a lot of time with his like subliminal s stuff as well. He really does. That's what rappers do now. Well, I don't. I, I don't and Drake know. really killed him on the uh, the French Montana was a little bit more of a diss when he did uh, don't wait no three fifties around me. Yeah, that was very specific. Oh, yeah, he told him that your shoes are garbage. Yeah, 
no 350s around me. The Yeezys, the Yeezys, you better not go to Drake crib with them 350s on. He said he will not sleep with a woman if she's <laughs> wearing them. Okay, yeah, that is more so a diss. But, I mean, when did that song come out? Uh, that no recent. stylus. It was had. To, I think it came out before Sicko Mode. Yeah, huh. it was like around yeah. Halloween, I think. So that that song is like what? <laughs> it's like that's what I'm saying. He he's picks been, and chooses what he wants to be mad about. I'm not gonna say picks and choose. I'm just gonna say he's been. I guess he's been in a ball, busy doing something. Now he's just like, I got some time. Let me address. yeah. Let me I rant. Got, I hey, got yo, a day off. You ever hear somebody say, "I got some time"? I got time now for you. Yeah. <laughs> I got some time for you. And then what I don't like is Kanye always like bring up some uh, French or like foreign designer. Because in one of their rants, he was like, mentioned some French guy was in New York and y'all set up a meeting with me. It's like, nigga, we don't know who the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. Yeah, them tweets. You know, be, all these designers. Them tweets be random. Like, he'd be yeah, on Drake yeah. one minute and then he'd be like, oh, yeah, at Kim Kardashian. Yo, can you go ahead and start the stove set at the 350 <laughs> yeah. and have that shit ready so I can bake the muffins for tomorrow morning? Take that Thanks. chicken. Take them chicken Has thighs Travis out. Can you take chicken thighs anything? out of the uh, freezer? <laughs> hmm? Has Travis said anything? No. no Tra- I think Travis knows. Kylie's probably like. Nobody's saying anything. I think Kylie. Really don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, Kylie might have a little bit more of a hold on Travis than Kim do got on Kanye. Kanye's officially the, <laughs> Kanye's officially the family member that you know you'd be like, hey, bro, you talking about the crazy uncle. Yeah, because Kim's kind of ditzy too. So now he over there like, man, you heard Drake dissing me? Yeah, bro. Yeah, we heard that shit, man. We like, we really like, yeah, that's crazy. I, I can't believe he said that. I can't. I can't. Believe you just try that. not to upset I wish him. I was his friend. I'm like, bro, he dissed you like three weeks ago. <laughs> God damn, man. Episode three of the shop about to drop. Oh my God. Hey, when does that come out? Uh, Next Ooh. week. Next week, I think. All right, speaking of fashion and designers and shit, man, did y'all not see Blackface is oh, back? Shout back, out to Prada, back. man. All y'all niggas that got them dollars. Pradas in y'all closet. Yeah, throw them away now, Yo, right? Remember when Fila made the fake Pradas yeah. when them shits was hard? Yo. Hey, man, shout out to my nigga Kevin, man. God bless the dead, man. Kevin used to kill them shits. Yo, man, every nigga wanted them fucking <laughs> ugly-ass Pradas with a hint of patent. It's like the Prada 11s. Yeah, like they yeah. Like the, 11s. the black and red joints was fire. <laughs> Y'all are really going in Yo, man, shout out to Kevin, man. <laughs> the, he was the only nigga I knew that was like, he's like, yo, man, the Pradas, bro. I know, wait till the 50. <laughs> Wait to the 50. Oh, the Fila Pradas. Yeah, the Fila oh. Pradas, man. That nigga was getting them shits on half off when I worked at Champs, man. Oh, no, dog. Yo, listen. Hey, shout out to everybody working at the shoe store to be waiting for the 50. <laughs> like a motherfucker. We used to kill the 50. <laughs> hey, man, I'm um, I'm looking at the dolls. I, I, I'm not even going to lie. As a black person, I kind of want one of the monkeys. It's a piece of art, man. Is it man. supposed to be a it's, monkey? I, I do want one of the monkeys. Yeah, they are supposed to be. Okay, I, here, let me think. Look. That, and that makes it worse. Yeah, take a look. I mean, it's so, a nice look, piece of art. Like, if I had, like, one of those big ones sitting in my house, I'll, that would be nice. I would love to show it off. Like, come check out this piece it's I got. It's ugly. It's art. Art is subjective. Whatever. I don't think it's blackface because I think people get confused at the term blackface. Well, I thought they were. It's not blackface. It's something very specific. It's a caricature or whatever they it's call a, it. Yeah, exactly. If I went to a white look. person's house and I seen, if I went to a white person's house <laughs> like and I seen the product characters, I'm going to be scared. But if I go in your house and see some black, you know, some characters, I'm going to be like, oh, he's a cool one. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was I dope to me. What I saw was dope. I, was I like, thought I it was cool. It. Um, I really did like it. But I mean, shit. You I genuinely. I really like. I really it. did I saw like a girl it. carrying a purse with that as a keychain on their purse. Is she white? I, I would have thought it was black? interesting. I would have thought it, it was interesting. Is she white She's black? white. She's white. Oh, come on. It's Prada. Hey, can, oh. you, can you tuck that in? in? Yeah. And I would say, excuse me, my Nubian sister. At, at can you do me a, a favor woman? and type that? Tap that white woman behind you. Oh, you would tell. That's a classic movie. Yeah. Has 
Prada said anything about it? They, they have pulled the dolls from the shelf. So now they're about to I sell for, see, for a lot more. That shows that they weren't trying to do anything. Because if it was really something that they depicted, they'd be like, oh, my God, so sorry. This is really not what we were trying to do. This is what we were actually trying to do. All they did was, yoink. We don't want to offend anybody. Let's just take it off. Probably. But this is kind of like what I was saying. Every As long as they you need a black guy on, to on the roster. Public, so I get oh, they one, definitely don't have a black guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, you need somebody like on. Yeah. Need, yeah, you need Every somebody. company, man. What, what was shit. the name of the position? Uh, the cultural something. I forgot what I called it. Oh, that was yeah, a good that woman one. has a job at um, H&M for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like diversity something. something yeah, something. yeah. You just go go to them. It's like, hey, we about to launch this line. Please go over it. Let us know. I know, yeah. It's kind of like Anthony thing. Anderson on Blackish. He's like that guy would you in need his a black, office. Would you need like oh, somebody yeah. to represent each community? Yeah, that's a good question. Eventually, that's probably what you would have to get to. Which is why or either somebody that's just anybody. diverse in culture. So you can ha- just hire somebody that's diverse in like a lot of cultures. And, like You know what? I think the Asians might think that might be offensive. Or I think German people might think that's offensive. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good way. Yeah, you just oh, have one. Oh, like represent on. everything. Yeah. But, um, but you got to know your shit. You gotta know about different cultures around the world. True. The one I was looking at, the one I want, she she black as hell, like Kodak. You know what I'm saying? Wait, what? Oh, the like the black. purse. Yeah, the one I, she she remind me of Kodak Black. The hair was like, man, hey, I, shout I out to Kodak Black, man. I want See, that one. See, they specifically use the term Sambo. Excuse me. What's mm, up, Sambo? Sambo. Okay, that was the name of the purse, the Sambo Prada. No, they were saying that the figurine. Nah, that, yeah, yeah, the Sambo, Sambo is the Sambo is the blackface. Yeah, Sambo is the dog. Anyway. But um, they just like Planet them. Apes to me. But hey, Mark Wahlberg version. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> was that the first one that they re-released? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you like that one? I liked it. Not better than the last. Kodak movie, except for like, the last movie. Kodak looked shack. like a fucking ape to me, man. Kodak Black. Yes, that nigga looks like a fucking ape to me. His voice is terrible. Ain't need to be nigga didn't do to me. But nigga didn't do to me. Nigga didn't do to me. Yeah. Did I say something about a Jesus piece? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, yo, so he was at Hot Nine Seven with Ebro. Yeah, man, fuck Hot Nine Seven. Wow, right? you have an issue with Ebro too? Who, me? I never liked Ebro. I feel like all these people got oh, issues Rosenberg. with Ebro. I don't know the girl's name. I you, I had muted you, but go ahead. Everybody's got issues with Ebro. That's all I was saying. Because really Six has an issue with yeah. him. Ebro's just too tough. He tried to be too tough. He probably is a tough guy in real He's life. Been around for a while. But that's not something you should. I feel like that's not nothing you should. If in the industry that he's in, where you're interviewing people, you really can't have that type of like alpha male personality when you're interviewing people. Why not? Because because you're gonna run into a lot of alpha male personalities. You're gonna have a lot of clashes. But you're in his house. Mm, but you need the artist to survive to do what you do. You just can't get on there and talk every day. Unless you Howard Stern. Well, after <laughs> when you're watching the interview, um, you'll see that Kodak is um. The interview went well. Yeah, I don't think the interview went bad. Um, it was more so the way he tried to wrap the interview up and throw the rape case in there. Yeah, and so it was kind of like sexual assault allegations, I guess you could say. Yeah, and you know, they, since it's an open case, you can't talk about it. Yeah, so I guess after I watched the whole I thing, I feel you too. Why wait to the end to bring that up? That's not a well. Is in the. It went along with what he what he was saying. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like he's like, all right. Well, we hope to see in his mind. Now I do see the other side. At first, I was just kind of like, what? But now I see, now watching the whole thing, I see it. 
He's trying to wrap up the interview and then throw in the fact that he has sexual assault allegations and still throw in the fact that sexual assault is something that we deal with at this station. We take it serious. And that's been a subject of conversation. Yeah. So he can't talk about that shit with you, man. He got an open case. He can't. And, and on top of the fact, this shit ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Yeah, like I, I kind of like the DJ Envy DJ Zamero shit. I'm like, if you really got a, a problem with it, when you do it on air, I feel like you're doing, you're doing it for, it for views. Clout. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're doing, doing it for, it for views. For views. Yeah, and um, that's why I didn't like about it. If you really felt something like real personal about domestic violence, talk to him when the camera's off. Talk to him when the mic's off. Yeah. But when you do it that way, it's like I don't respect it because I feel like you're just doing it because you want to get a viral moment. Exactly. You are. You do want to get yeah. a viral moment. And so, therefore... But Ebro's beat one, beats one shit is good. I give I that. That's what I'm saying. Ebro's beat... That's, when you say fuck Ebro, I'm like, well, I've only heard beats one. Yeah. Like, that's how I got introduced to Ebro when I first had... When I had beats music and I would turn the radio shit on and I would listen to beats one radio all the time. I'm like, yo, this nigga be doing some mixes. That's the way I got on Bryson Tiller. That's the way I got on just a lot of new music. Nao, just... Artists like that And then the fact that I could just save it When I hear it So I just thought His show was good On Beats 1 yeah. Now what he does On Hot 9-7 With Rosenberg That's a total Different subject uh, that, and, mo- and I can see I'm on the internet Crazy A lot of niggas Are just flaming Ebro A lot of niggas Just caping for Ebro But Now since I watch it I feel like Ebro Shouldn't have said shit at all I mean he don't deserve To be flamed But at the same time Like don't say shit at all Just close the interview Keep it moving Like you're a professional Exactly Real pro- supposed to be a professional. So I feel like has a professional. You you could have closed that interview like a professional. Yeah. So I mean, either way, um, either way, all in all, it's all good. We'll see. Kodak Black probably never come back. It don't matter. Um, uh, moving on. Good Burger to make a return. Would you I heard about watch that. Good Burger too? I would. It depends on who's gonna be in it. Is it gonna be like a? Well, I forgot the difference between a remake and a uh, whatever the other one's called. Cause one is like where they put new characters in it, and one is like they bring back the old characters, but they extend the story a little bit. I think they should do new characters. I was watching Jimmy Fallon mm-hmm. with them two on. Oh it, yeah, and they redid Good Burger, and it was kind of like you can tell mm-hmm. Keenan had more money than Kale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? <laughs> and nigga, nigga Keenan looked at that nigga oh, was like, "You've yes. been doing that shit in the mirror, ain't you? You've been doing that shit since I left your ass." <laughs> <laughs> he said you could tell that nigga had more money than Kale. <laughs> wow. That, like, I ain't seen Kale since one on one. Remember he was like the, the manager of the uh shop that Arnez worked at at one on one. You used to watch one on one. Oh yeah, I did uh, watch yeah. it. Oh man, I watched one on one. Yeah, man. I did watch one on one. You right, you right, you right. <laughs> yeah, man. Cause Kale was actually funnier than me, but I guess Keenan was just more of a hard worker. I think that's all Keenan did. I think he just outworked him. I yeah. think that's it. And I think Kel stayed in his comfort zone because Kel's still over at Nickelodeon. I he think. is? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got a show. He's to play somebody's dad on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Now. So I think, I mean, and his voice too deep to be doing, uh, I'm a dude. Yeah. She's a dude. <laughs> He's a dude. Like, we're all dudes. Come on. <laughs> I seen that shit. I was kind of like, all right, man. Oh, man. Shout out to Nickelodeon, bro. Launched a lot of careers, man. Who's your, your favorite Nickelodeon show of all time? All that. All that was my favorite Nickelodeon show of all time. And then second, um, Salute Your Shorts. Ah, uh, yes. Third, My Brother and Me. Salute Your Shorts is my favorite of all time. My Brother and Me had like four episodes. They used to play them shits all the time. The same four episodes. Fucking Goo Punch. But, but they only had one season. It was only like eight episodes. Goo uh, Punch was the most popular yeah, one. Yeah, and then the one where uh, DD got beat up by the bully. 
And it was like, yo, DD, go up to the girl and say, uh, say something, uh, I'm tough or some shit. Hit me. Don't say, oh, hit, oh, me. hit me. Hit me. I ain't scared to be punched. Hit me. And then they were like, DD, what happened? I got I hit. hit. <laughs> Classic shit, man. Yeah, that shit was funny as hell, man. I do remember that shit. I got hit. <laughs> uh, one of the kings of R&B got arrested, man. Which one is this? Ty Dolla Sign, man. I would have guessed R. Kelly. I think he's out by now. Should he be out now? Is he out now? If they gave him bail, he should be. He should be out by now. Um, This man had... Dollar Sign. What is felony possession of cocaine? What, how much is a felony possession? Got at least be a gram, I would say. Of cocaine? I would think. Do you know what felony possession of cocaine is? Because apparently a gram of cocaine street value is a lot. A gram of it. But felony possession? Yeah, I always think like I think felony possession is of weed is what an ounce. Yeah, anything over an ounce. So, so you got what sixteen blunts in an ounce? You Gucci. Them niggas was partying on that motherfucking sprinter. That nigga, don't tell me that nigga had an ounce of coke. Nah, an ounce of coke I heard is a lot of fucking money, like a couple G's. I don't really know the drug. Uh, I don't know too much like about that. coke, but I'm trying to figure out how much a felony amount. I mean, a fel a felonious amount. Yeah, let me text one of my drug uh, enthused partners. Yeah, let's see if he'll text me yeah. back before the end of the episode. Got to keep the identity hidden. Yeah, but um, some THC. I did. I think the marijuana. You know, he rolling around with the marijuana shit like he's still in Cali. Like, nah. But this arrest happened in Fulton County, Georgia, where drug laws are way more stricter in his hometown than than in California. And if he gets convicted, he could do 15 years in prison. I think he'll beat it. He should. It's drugs, man. It's just some drugs. You good lawyer can beat a drug case. Damn, Ty. As long as you're not intent to sell. Them niggas was partying. Yeah. Them a good lawyer can beat a drug partying. case. All that fucking cold Paris Hill used to do. Oh, yeah, you're right. You are right. Yeah. It says possession of more than 20 grams of cocaine is automatically considered trafficking. Oh, so anything over like an ounce and a half. And one ounce. Damn. Woo! Mm. Fucking Georgia. Georgia got some fucked up rules. Cause I remember a couple years ago, there was a guy, I think he was like 19, got some head from a white girl. Um, but if he would have fucked her, it would have been like a misdemeanor. But since he got some head, it was a felony. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or either either the other way around. One of the two. Either he got some head, he would have been good. But since, or and if he would have fucked her, it was a felony. But whatever he did, he got a felony charge. For statutory rape, but if he would have did something else, like if he would have got the head, I think it would have been a misdemeanor. He was nineteen; she was like sixteen. Oh, so you can get? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but so I'm apparently one it. of them is a more intense <laughs> sexual act than the other. So, but I want to say, I want to say, if he would have fucked, he would have got, he would have been straight. But since he got some head, he he had a, it was like a felony charge on his record. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking Georgia, man. <laughs> go to Atlanta and come right the fuck out whenever you go to Georgia. I mean, people, we. I want to go to Savannah because I want to go on a couple slave tours, though. <laughs> what, what, I, I'm, oh, now I'm intrigued. What, what, what would you like to see? I don't know, man. I heard when you go on these like slave tours, they take you inside like where the slaves used to live and shit like that. You just get a sense, like they say, there's a sense that comes over you. I, I like history and shit, so I'll be. I would really be into it. I mean, like I can't wait of, for the African American Museum to open up in Charleston. I'm going. What kind of sense is coming over you? They say you just like feel vibes, like you can just see like somebody was in this, somebody was actually in this house that was a slave. It's just that you just get a a sense of unrealness, uh, unrealness around you. 
and you like, damn. It's kind of like when you ever been to the Hezekiah Walker house here in Charlotte? Do you just start like looking for the cotton field? And well, you just it's history, man. It's just like you, the voices or the souls get you. Cause I remember I went to the Hezekiah Walker house in Charlotte. You can't go to your great 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 grandma house and get it. Nah, not really, because there's a whole bunch of ass whoopers going on over there for all them badass kids. <laughs> but it's like, you know, um, so yeah, I went to the Hezekiah Walker house in Charlotte. I've heard of that. And that's you, off Betty's Ford. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's the plantation off Betty's Ford. Hezekiah Walker house is off of Tryon. Okay. Like uh, Sugar Creek and Tryon. It's like a church and shit right there. Oh, it's real small outside yeah, of that, yeah. uh, Sugar Creek Church, Baptist Church. Yeah. yeah. So you go over there, man. You walk around that house. I'm out. I'm about to... They got they had slaves at a Baptist church. Oh yeah, bruh. Wow. Yeah, man. They they take you where the slaves like used to live. It's crazy. The Biltmore. I went to the Biltmore. I love the Biltmore. Of course, the niggas had slaves. Yeah, they had slaves like they had hot class slaves. Like they slaves probably got paid. I'm gonna let you have fun on that, man. I'm literally after listening to the episode of Reveal mm-hmm. and hearing how they don't want to talk about slaves on these tours. Are they call them servants? Are they try to say that this master was nicer than this master because they treated the slaves like family? At the end of the day, those people were slaves. I don't give a fuck how you treated them. Slavery is so deep because you and think they about were property. It. The kids used to play with the like the kids of the slaves used to play with the kids of the master, and they it's like it's at some point they got to the age where they was like, now you're not my friend no more. You just you you my property. What were they ever friends? You get what I'm saying? At one point they were because kids don't know the difference. They just like to play together. But it's at one point that that kid, that white kid, realizes that. You know, uh, Josiah is no longer my friend. He's my property. Well, I can how, tell Josiah what I, what to do. Well, how are they? Like, how are they playing? Like, how are y'all even able to play? Because I got work to do. You no. know, well, they didn't work the slave kids as much as they did their, their parents. But they worked. Yeah, yeah, as they did much work. or not. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the white kid does not. And work then some at all. of them was just play friends. Like some some people used to uh, the slave kids as just friends to play with their kids, and that was their job. But, like, you couldn't eat in the house. You have to go outside and eat when it was time to eat. That right there. You couldn't go- drink the lemonade out of our house. You got to go get the lemonade from your mom. But them niggas probably didn't have no lemonade. But all yeah. I'm saying is. Definitely not. That shit right there <laughs> is fucking bananas. Because they playing with these kids. And I know that the slave master is saying, you know, even though you and little Josiah have y'all thing going on, he's not like us. Yeah, that's where the conversation comes in. And yeah, I don't know, man. It's just weird, man. Like I've been on a been to a few plantations. It's just all real. It's it's just weird, man. I've been to plantations, to and it's funny how they never mention the slavery. The plantation, uh, as I can remember, has a recent. Like we went to Louisiana. I think we, mm-hmm. went, we they mentioned that's weird. We, Most we, of the ones I went to, three. they they mention slavery. Some don't, and that's the thing. I uh, when I listen to that, even uh, a bit more, they'll mention slavery, like where the slaves used to be kept and stuff like that. Mentioning where they were kept, um, I mean, where they were kept, they don't show. Some, oh, you want the real story? Not, not, not the real. Mm-mm. Yeah, give me the real story. Give me the real deal. Give us the real history. What this, went these on? These were the here? whipping chambers. Exactly. Give us <laughs> what went on here. Yeah, like, this is that, rare. Yeah, like don't give me white man history. Slaves were here. And we know you know slaves were here. Yeah. And yeah. They, I feel you. you want a little bit more detail. They, basically, this is what it is to me. They're going to make it seem as they're going to paint the most beautiful picture of slavery as they can paint. And that's cool when you're dealing with adults, with adults who can cipher through the bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's not cool when you're dealing with kids who think that shit and then they go out in society thinking that shit and then 
the conversation we having is a wake up call. I feel you. Like, oh, they beat them on those blocks. Yeah, they so didn't kids tell us that. just think it's like, oh, they just had the slaves living in the smaller houses. But yeah, and <laughs> hold on, and this is the thing about the way they paint these pictures. They'll paint these pictures about 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 these slaves and our slavery to be one way, but when it comes to violence and wars, Confederate wars, they do reenactments, battles, show oh, you yeah. they, they'll show they you do blood a and violence every year in Greensboro. They show you blood and violence and they show you all this shit, but they don't want to show you the raw or tell you the real about black people. They try to cover that shit up. That's all I'm saying. I'm not gonna stay in that rabbit hole too long. I can go down that ditch. It's all right, I'm man. not gonna go down that ditch. No shout out to slavery, man. No slash no shout out to slavery. We wouldn't go shout out slavery anyway. <laughs> All right, man. Um, last but not least, do you know the story of Centoya Brown? Yeah, man. I've been up on that for a minute, man. She was sentenced to fifty-one years in prison after killing a forty-three-year-old man who solicited her for sex when she was eighteen years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's now twenty-three, and governor of Tennessee is considering considering clemency for her. Mm-hmm. I had something um with a little backstory on it. Yeah. Is it on my computer? Hold on. Uh, talk yeah, shit while I look for this. Um, yeah, man. Uh, this would be the perfect time to mention one of our affiliates, One Condoms. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Shout out to One Condoms, man. Uh, if y'all give me just one teeny tiny second, I'll tell you a lot more about One Condoms. <laughs> okay. So, we condom both size. Can't be I got you, man. Condom size, man. Sometimes guys are like, you know, does it fucking matter? Does condom size really matter? Because you got... Big dicks, you got small dicks. I was at the gym today, and you know, guys walk around the gym butt naked, and I seen this fucking white guy come in, and I was actually, I smiled when I seen this little ass dick. Y'all went to the sauna? Yeah, I smiled with this little little ass dick, because I was like, man, I'm Gucci. No bitch better not ever complain about me. How many bitches is that? That's two. That's two bitches today. Three. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So nobody can ever complain about me. But this guy, I was like, man, I know he can't put on a condom, a regular size condom that you get from your 7-Eleven because his dick is too small. But if he was to go to one condoms and get, well, actually, if he go to kickershitpot.com so your boys can get some credit, he could get a perfect condom for his perfect little penis. Now, I looked at his penis and I thought, it's perfect. Can he satisfy a woman with his penis? <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Perfectly small. Perfectly small. Yeah, like his balls was his balls was protruding larger than his dick. <laughs> yeah, he, he he could probably fuck you with his balls and give you more satisfaction. <laughs> wow. Oh man, but for real though, man. When you wrap it up, it's always the best way to have sex. Um luckily, one condos has chose to make KSP an affiliate. So go to kickershitpod.com. There's a banner at the top of the website. Click on that. Order you a couple I think it's what four dollars for the three pack. It's pretty cheap, so you get like yeah, a, a sample about pack, four. a three pack for it's like four dollars. Order that shit, get it sent to your crib, try them out. Me- you can measure your dick, your width, your girth, and they'll make the perfect condom for you. So shout out to One Condoms, man. I- we appreciate y'all. All right, I did not find what I was looking for, but it's oh. basically uh, <laughs> it was. I had a story that to- tells you like how she got in her situation. I think when she ran away from home when she was 16 and she was found by a pimp and I thought the pimp's name would make you laugh. His name was Cutthroat Jack or something like that. Yeah. I like Iceberg Slim. That's my favorite pimp right now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm reading this I remember book. you told me all about Iceberg Slim. Yeah, I've been reading Iceberg Slim memoir, man. I should have fooled. 
But um, I guess during her, I guess during the time of her being solicited, she got in a situation with that forty-three-year-old man, and she felt like he was gonna kill her that night, so she killed him. Um, people like Kim Kardashian and other celebrities have been coming, caping for her to get her this clemency. So sixteen runs away from home, pimping. Fifty-one years for the murder of a man. Is it fifty-one years? Because in in a sense, she didn't murder the man who was pimping her. She was murdering a client. Mm-hmm. You think that's how the judges looked at this? I mean, I think they just looked at it as murder—a young girl of color murdering somebody. I think he was a white man, right? Yeah. Um, I think they just looked at it that way. Uh, you in a state, Tennessee, correct? Yeah, Tennessee. You in Tennessee? It's a red state. Mm, they got conservative values. They feel like a, a whore off the street is a whore off the street. I think that's how you look at it. Wow. Nah, you're right. Um, so basically, you know, do your deed and keep it moving. Yeah. No matter what's about that. You was doing something illegal anyway. It's not like we're putting somebody of value back out into the community. That's gotcha. how they look at it. I mean, 16 run away from home. That's all she knew. Yeah, that really is. To me, how is she going to make some money? McDonald's ain't going to give you 40 I mean, hours. especially when you are owned by this pimp. You know yeah, what I'm saying? you got a man out here uh, manipulating your mind. Exactly. You got, yeah. Your, my manipulation your first father is, figure. My manipulation is powerful. I think people under like I think people underestimate the power of words. Mm-hmm. I, I tell, like like I be telling you like yo it'd be crazy because girls when they're choosing guys, a lot of times we'll look and say how she with him I look better. Is I think that me- mental stimulation eventually she looking past all the stuff that we looking at. Yeah, and it's, he's in the once you in somebody's mind you got him. Yeah, true. and that's in every aspect of life. It could be relationships, it could be sports, competition, same thing as sports, um, <laughs> playing chess, anything. Like once you in somebody's mind, you pretty much game over. Sales, yeah, you know what I'm everything. saying. I, I got you. And if you got a, a mind that's easy to manipulate, it's easier. Yeah, it's easy. It's easy. Iceberg Slim, he said, them the women he used to always go after. The ones who are easier to manipulate. Yeah, yeah. It's like they might be having an issue. You know, it's a quick fix, and you know that if you fix this issue for them, they they'll buy it, bow to your every need. What's the name of that book? Um, what's the name of this shit? Let me see. How many times have you read that book? I'm still on it. Oh, you yeah. never finished it? Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. I've been going slow with it. Try to keep my podcast and shit um up to date. Boom. Oh, my. Oh, uh, fifty to seventy dollars for a gram of uh coke these days. Ah, so any of y'all out there trying to get a gram, gram, man, about 50 bucks. Straight up. Get you high for five minutes. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> nah, gram will get you right, though. You just be taking bumps all night on a gram. Well, I mean, the bump got to be coming down. And what? You doing it all night? What, every hour? Yeah, if I say every hour, you bump up again. You can tell we do no drugs. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? What you looking for? I was oh, the name to, of that book. Yeah, because he What's got it? a few books. But this is the one that's like his memoir. Memoirs of a Pimp. <laughs> you want a nigga to read Tell us about some pimping shit You might be right <laughs> I'm Oh let's... okay It's called Pimp <laughs> Iceberg Slim Pimp And that's it for headlines y'all yeah. I haven't heard of this lady I think her name is Cupcake Jones Or something like that Cupcake Jones Why that sounds so fucking her? familiar Oh she's got like this book out I've heard about it and basically, she tells her story how she like got pregnant at a young age, had an abortion, ended up on the streets, got pimped out, and now she's like a lawyer. Oh wow! Yeah, shout out to that shit. Yeah. Man. All right, man, we're gonna dive into the kick of shit form. If I get everybody on the mic, 
for the kicking shit for him. This week we talking about social justice warriors. Let's go. Uh what? What what? What? Uh Yeah. And I ain't trying to see no highway chase with Jake. Plus, I got a few lawyers I can fight the case. Yeah. I meant bleak. that that was the words? What'd you say? Did you verify that that was the words? Those are the words. I've okay. always done the words. Oh, okay. I was trying, now, now I'm on to the second part. Finally? Son, do you know what I'm stopping you for? Because I'm doing 55 and 54? Nah, it's um because I'm young and I'm black and my hat's real low. Oh, do I look might. like a mind reader, sir? I don't know. Oh, run that shit back. Uh, <laughs> hey, 99 problems and your mama ain't one. If you have a mama problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems and your mom ain't one. Let's go. Yo. All right, anyway, man, inside the kick shit forum, we're going to talk social justice warriors. And the reason why this topic came up is because last week, Johnny's uh, Johnny was really, really feeling the type of way about you niggas coming at K-Hart. <laughs> so we about to get our shit off. Because you niggas came for the king, Kevin Hart. King so, of comedy. The king. <laughs> the king of comedy. Of this generation. Oh, generation. Oh, Kevin Hart that. did say he was the king of R&B. Did you he see did. that? Oh, uh, black was. chocolate dropper. No. He didn't Kevin even do Hart specifically said that he <laughs> needed to be the And then the he started running. singing. And his man was like, yo, you got to watch the video. Just watch it. Chocolate dropper is the king of rap. All right, man. Um. Who wants to start? Who wants to bring 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 it to the table? Oh, Who I guess to... it's me, man. I'll start if you want me to nah, start. Nah, I mean, I don't mind starting. Um, You know, this... this... Uh, first of all, hold on. First of all, before I let you get in your shit. My yeah. Let the kid, uh, who wants to read the definition? Because I can't pronounce some of those words. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say when I, I can't read some I don't know if I can read it. Because I don't know what see. a per- pervert... Okay. A pervertative. Is that provocative? A social justice warrior is a pejorative term for an individual who promotes socially progressive views, including feminism, civil rights, and multiculturalism, as well as identity politics. It also carries implications that they're pursuing personal validation rather than any deep-seated conviction and engaging in disingenuous arguments. It's very heavy. Yes. So now you guys have been educated on what the fuck we about to talk about. <laughs> Let's go. That's what's up. Social justice warrior, nigga. So, yeah. The thing, the reason I got a problem with social justice warriors is Ooh, because they Talk speak. about it. Basically, they do things to get likes. They do things to get tweets. They do things to get validation from the friends or someone around them. And that's why I have a kind of, a, I guess, a, a, a gripe with them. So it's like, why not be, if you really feel that strongly about a situation, why not go out to these marches? Why not put your boots on the ground um, to go to these charity events and things like that? Caping for those so-called groups or agendas that you're trying to, you know, uh, go forward with. Twitter fingers. Yeah. yeah so so you're they, talking about the ones that like are just on social media. Yeah, used to all on social media bashing somebody who actually might be Somebody's doing more than you are. Mm-hmm. In the Kevin Hart case, Kevin Hart actually has been to some of these like charity events and things like that, donated money and things like that. For homosexuals? I don't know for homosexuals, but he's definitely somebody that's been doing good for the because community. He's been targeted not for doing good for a community. He's been targeted by a specific community. Yeah, yeah, for a specific community. And I don't know if he's actually 
for homosexuals, but he's definitely done good things with his community more than tweeting something. But you I can show growth just by him having made those comments before and then not have not done them in the last 10 years, which is what the case was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. And that was 10 years ago. So another thing that popped up recently um, was the recent um, Heisman Trophy winner, um, Kyler Murray. He's 21 right now. Some tweets surfaced from when he was 16. I guess apparently he said a homophobic slur. Mm. And this popped up right after he won the Heisman. Hmm. Did people so lose their minds? People lost their minds. And the thing is, now we're for- forcing a 21-year-old to apologize about some comments he made who was 16 and didn't know anything about the world. And still don't know anything about the world now. He's 21. But we throwing shade at him. You probably got 40-year-old people tweeting at him talking about how bad of a human being he is because he used a homophobic slur when he was 14 or 15, 16. It was around that around that age. Let me um, Let me make it a conversation. Um... Do you think? First of all, what was the tweet? Uh, he basically said the f word. He basically just said the f okay. word. He okay. wasn't saying like and not not now, no was way, he was using not it? in a way like you some like just like how you know everybody used to say it back in the day like oh, man f them f f them f words and not necessarily talking about gay people. Yeah, talking not about talking about dudes. gay people. Yeah, just using the word in general. Yeah, just using the word in general. I mean. It may not be a part of his language on social media, but I think when people come for your head like that, they see... First of all, him winning the Heisman does put you in a spotlight. Well, I I feel like once you hit a spotlight, people start digging in your past. I don't feel that's right. I don't feel that's right at all. But I do feel like once things are brought to the light, people who are not social justice warriors see those things, and they kind of realize that it's... It's these things that affect my life. And I know the social justice warriors who are pushing for him to apologize may not even give a fuck. But by revealing that information to the public, now you have the court of public opinions that is mixed in with social justice warriors and people who are actually affected by these thoughts and ideas. I.e. this summer, there was some old tweets brought up by a baseball player where he yeah, used the Josh N-word. Mm-hmm. He was in high school as well. Now, I'm not a social justice warrior, but I don't forgive you for being in high school because I feel like you still say the N-word. That's me, though. And that's all I'm saying. M- me being a person of color, I'm looking at other motherfuckers of color. You know what I'm saying? I don't speak for everybody of color. Yeah. I just know for me, I'm not forgiving it. I don't care if you were 16, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10. So I'm not looking at a gay person Who's going to dig into somebody's past and see these tweets and be so easy to be like, oh, man, he ain't like that no more. Like, you are what you are. You felt like you felt like even with this case of the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Riley Cooper, when he used the N word. And it's all about in the context you use it in. You felt so comfortable using this word. Like, I know this is this is. Something you say to your white friends, yeah. yo. What up, He's my a nigga? little different because he was grown when he said it. he was grown when he said it, and and his teammates had to forgive him immediately. You get what I'm saying? And we asked, and and that, and that had to be tough. And I don't think everybody on that team was ready to forgive him. You get what I'm saying? Probably not. And we asked, and and if they can't do that, and if some of the people can't do that in that moment, you asking for forgiveness for something that that was done ten years ago. You gotta see that 
you got your social justice warriors like, yeah, we want the apology because we want to see you. Here's a public hanging of you because that's what we get off on. Yeah. But the people who are actually affected by it too, they don't give a fuck about the apology. Now they don't notice. So now you got this whole stream. Like you say, it does bring attention. Yeah. And they get the attention they're looking for. But when you read through it, it's like it's a light being shed on these people. True. Can I rebuttal on a Josh Hader? Go ahead. So what I was thinking about the Josh Hader thing, he's 16, 17 when he say it. He probably grew up in a, a state or a city where there's not that many white white people or people of color. I mean, where it's a lot of white people and not people of color. The fact that now he's in the MLB, he's probably playing with some Dominican guys, playing with some black guys, playing with some Spanish, like Puerto Ricans. Um, I think at that case, I feel like it can be forgiven because he didn't know any better. If he's 16 and all you grew up around is racist white people and then you come to Milwaukee where you're playing with a whole bunch of people of different cultures and now you know what you were saying was wrong, I feel like at that point we can forgive him for that. I, I think I, He can change. I think I personally have a hard time forgiving them because that we don't get that pass. You, want, you give that pass, and that's great, and that's fantastic. When it's your turn to be forgiven for anything, it's not going to be, oh, he, he didn't know, he... You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like what I was bringing up earlier about when we talk about criminals and the criminal justice system. When it comes to young black kids, they're always criminals. They're never not criminals. Once you go in that system, you're always a criminal. Nobody ever forgives you. You could be a felon at 30. If you was a felon at 18, you a felon till you 30. And when you tell people you're a felon, they don't give a fuck if you did the shit when you was 18. You always gonna be a felon. That's who you are. That's what you are. You cannot live that shit down with some people, not all people. With some people. And I'm just saying, in in my head, the way my mind works, I know you work in the... Like, I, I, let's, say, let's say I play baseball. And I'm white. And I know it's predominantly Dominican, Hispanic, whatever. Let's say, I, let's say I'm a hardcore MAGA hat wearing, loves Trump type dude. But I also know when I step in my workplace, I got to put that shit to the side because I got championships to win. And I know I've said some things on Twitter when I was in high school. But this is my workplace now. So I got to keep that shit tight-lipped in my household. And that's all I am. I'm I'm the type of guy that's thinking about it from that standpoint. Like, yeah, you can apologize and we can get along at work. What what happens when I come to your house for dinner? How well, am I, I treated? I think that it's important to know, and, I, and you made a very good point, which leads to, because we're talking about social justice warriors, why you have to kind of use that term, not loosely, but just keep in mind that there is a, negative part of the definition and a positive part because it is for progressive views so the original intent that you would see is for situations like that it's not necessarily to condemn him it should be more to bring awareness to let him know hey you cannot think like that anymore you now need to carry yourself differently like you were saying he now needs to know that if he's at work with these people everything before then you need to be apologetic you need to know that you need to progressively move you are in a situation where you're going to be around a bunch of I people. feel like it's one of those I'm sorry it won't happen here when I get home nigga 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 well, nigga well how would you nigga, feel nigga, if nigga, on nigga, TV nigga. at a press conference he said I'm sorry, it won't happen. No, no, you're not saying that in the public. Right. You get what I'm saying? I, whatever you say in the public is what you say in the public. True. But, but I'm, more, I'm, I'm more so it. of the what do you do in the comfort of your own home. There's plenty of people in this world that are going to treat something in their house differently than they're out in the open. Are you going to be the type of person to acknowledge it and accept it and keep it moving? Or are you going to condemn that person 
all the time. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna see Josh Hader and be like, fuck that nigga, fuck that nigga. It's not on my mind like that. You know what I'm saying? Right, that's why I was asking. I know you said it. You know, I, and I see you now. You get yeah. what I'm saying? That's the, that's more of the person I am. I'm more of the, oh, I see you now. That's how you rock. And so that's where the the positive comes with being a social justice warrior because if they're focusing on views that have to do with the um, LGBTQ community or with feminism or with racial things, they know that it's not just going to stop cold turkey. But as long as people are more knowledgeable of either how to um, present themselves or even act in public or in those situations and react differently or change their language i think that that is important but then somehow the whole connotation became negative because then it just started being a barrage of just trashing that person ruining their character defamation all that stuff and so that's why now social justice warrior has a negative connotation yeah because i i also feel like that's true i, I feel like and, and i agree i mean like i say i don't do I think what's going on is right for you to go like for you to go after a person so maliciously mm-hmm. for their job and their well being? Like at the end of the day, man, like whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because Josh Hader didn't get fired, did he? Did no, he, he, he still he, plays baseball. Yeah, you yeah. make Kevin your, Hart c- was removed from a job. I'm not gonna. He re, well, he, he removed, removed himself, himself, quote unquote. But I think it would have been only a matter of time before they would have told him. But to I work. think at the yeah, end, the, the more hate mail they would have got, right. they would have had to take. Him I mean, away. yeah, at like the end boycotting of it, the Oscars and was I, going to come next. I feel like things take course. You feel what I'm saying? I, see, I feel like the shit goes out in public, mm-hmm. and then it's up for the company to make the decision they want to do, whether it be ten years, 15, five years, two years, one year. Like I say, the social justice warrior got the information out there, might have not had good intentions, but now it's up for public opinion. Right. So at the same time, I hear people saying. Man, that was 10 years ago. Kevin Hart. Personally, does Kevin Hart really want his son to be gay? No, and that just might be his personal view. And I don't have And that's the thing. I don't have a problem with your personal view, but now since your personal view is out there, people can debate that. And that leads to, John, do you think people are more sensitive now? Yeah, I definitely believe people are a little bit more sensitive now. But and I, I, it's like, <laughs> I, and, and and I agree with that statement. But it's like that statement is such a thin line because it's like once you start calling motherfuckers sensitive, then it's like you can't ever say shit back to somebody when they get in your ass. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. which pa- is true. Pause. I wouldn't. Don't have to. Pause I'm, and I'm saying, but what I'm saying is. When you say, all right, y'all being sensitive, then you get offended. And then you're like, man, I'm offended by X, Y, Z. Well, shit, you just said this person was sensitive because they was offended. Like, you want me to care about your feelings on this situation, but you didn't give a fuck about this nigga in that situation calling him sensitive. And I think what you talking about sensitive. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I say I I agree with the whole people being sensitive, but it's such a thin line. So you can't, you're saying it's such a thin line to say it because it's like you can't be mad at how somebody reacts to a situation because it's their personality is how they feel about it. I I know I know that sounds weird, but like think about the shit that we call people like even when it comes to we say, man, these kids, they too soft. They like when we hear about bullying. Yeah, like the Chicago Bulls thing about those guys that was in the practice. You heard about it. They went to practice. um, They said the coach worked them too hard. So they went to the NFL, the NBA Players Association and said their coach practiced them too hard. Exactly. What I'm saying what? is... Very yeah. sensitive. Exactly. So what I'm saying is, me and you, man, them niggas soft. We used to play ball to our knees hurt. But we can't... Basically what, basically what I'm saying is, I see our side, but then see their side. We been work too hard. We fly 82 games. Like, bro, we need a day off. We not grinding like that. Like, yeah. we, you want us to go out here and do three practices a day and play another game and get on the flight and do this. 
We need some break in between there. Oh, the NBA niggas like, we did it. We good. Yeah. We not y'all. I'm saying that I go to work every day, nine to five, nine to six sometimes. And, and so, I come home. So when it when it comes to being sensitive, it's almost like your kids. Even when, when you have kids, your kid is going to tell you some shit and you're going to be like, really? But you're still sensitive to their feelings. And that's where we at as a society. With all the information that we have on people and the way people are and the way people view shit, you kind of have to take everything on a case-by-case basis and say, you know what, if that is offensive to you, then we're going to have to do something about it. Well, we want stuff to be progressive, and I think a lot of people are fighting it and going against the progression. So I think that's where the whole sensitivity comes from. Because if we want to move in a progressive direction to being able to have more equality with racial um, things or with gender things, you have to understand the change aspect. So as soon as something changes, if you're used to it a certain way, you push back and you're like man y'all being sensitive and it's like no i'm gonna tell we you need to be able to grow as a society to now it's not okay to say that word exactly and you know what i'm, I'm not a, being sensitive i don't you know like what I'm, gonna that say, word. I'm gonna say i'm gonna give you an example of that first time i was called a nigga and i told my mom it was the same thing it was a it was a you being like you sensitive i was called a nigga a lot you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying mm-hmm. and that's why that's why it's like you walk a thin line when you say somebody's being sensitive i was offended my mom been there. She was called nigga. Every, hey, nigga, can you get my shit? Hey, nigga, can you? Yeah. Hey, nigga, 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 nigga. It was a word. It was a word. It was black people. That's what we are. We're colored and we're niggers. People That's still what they hate call it. us. <laughs> They're still good. And they yeah. hated it. But they, you had to grow thick skin. Well, maybe it's another word fight. for sensitive. Huh? Maybe it should be another word. No, it's just that as we That's grow, true. all the things that we thought were one thing Ooh, is really just not right. Like, getting picked on in school was like a rite of passage. At the end of the day, we don't know how that affected so many people mentally. And it's also yeah. evolving now, too. And you hear a lot of people say, I was picked on. This is what drove me to do this. Yeah. That's a mental thing. Good for you. That, but I'm saying that's a mental thing. It, whether it drove you to suicide or drove you to success, yeah. that's a mental health topic then. It's like you got picked on so bad, you went home and you thought about it so much. Me and you probably like, nigga, we kill niggas every day. We yeah, could. exactly. I remember we used to pick on this kid named Josh in sixth grade because he could <laughs> smell like cigarettes. So some synonyms for sensitive would be delicate. Y'all delicate-ass niggas. Or tender. Y'all some tender-ass niggas. And that's how we feel. Stop and being that's, so tender, bruh. I, you know what? Now that I think about it, maybe that's a generational thing. I think it's a lot of it has th- to do with Our parents with it. probably think we soft. We think these niggas soft. They think these niggas soft. It's just a, a continuation of just soft motherfuckers. And yeah. that generation thing has a lot to do with going back to that song, Baby is Cold Outside, because of when it was made and what the time frame and how the time period was as a whole. That In the 50s, women had their place. Men had their place. And so that's why that kind of stemmed the yeah. whole thing about like, well, we should just get rid of the song. And it's like, but we've moved on since then, and we have somewhat progressed because and we still be talking about these rap songs. I think I, I think but, I said oh, yeah, the rap songs are way worse. Than oh, they are horrible. We're, we're leading a blind eye about these rap songs, but this one Christmas song we hear once a year they since the fifties. All of a sudden, it's an issue. So, I think it does definitely have to do with. Speaking of, this is totally off topic because y'all said <laughs> rap songs. Shout out Dean Martin. Don't. <laughs> yes, last week you the best accused him dunce. of accused him of I wanna, sexual I want to give. Week. I want to. I got my person of the week. I was now. tender last. I week. got my person of the week now. I got my person I of the week. That's what's because up. of this conversation, I got my person of the week now. Good for you. <laughs> but 
any I mean anything else you want to bring to the floor? I, I also how do y'all? I I did want to get y'all opinions. Like how do y'all feel about um the name uh Washington Redskins and and that type of people calling for that to be changed? I don't give a damn. <laughs> be honest, I really don't. I mean, and, I, and I can see why you don't. But do you think people are being sensitive? It doesn't personally affect you. you. Yeah, it does. And that's how a lot of stuff in our world is. They don't care until it personally affects them. I think that's what Kid Fury touched on. Like, I think it, I would care if there was a team called the the, the, the niggas. Because it personally or the coons. You. I don't think I would. I'd be like, fuck it, the you coons. Would care. They've been around for sixty why years. Why isn't there a coons? Because people, every time that word pops up, they have a problem. But like, what's a knickerbocker? So I feel like a knickerbocker is some racist. <laughs> oh shit. yeah, we nobody ever know. said what a I'm knickerbocker is. Yeah, what nah. the fuck is a knickerbocker? New York knickerbockers. You know what? That's a good K-N. question. Maybe somebody out there has. What a the reason fuck is that? Thanks for challenging the world. That's what I'm saying. I'm you, then you got the Blackhawks. Nobody ever complains about the Blackhawks. The they Black that, that, that's also Native, Native American as well. That's what I'm saying, but I don't really hear that much complaints about that. I think it's because. They're not. I think popular. that redskin is a de- not a derogatory term, but it's like a nickname that they didn't want. They were given to them. The Blackhawks is actually like derived from something cultural based, and I'm not going to speak on area. it. But it's it's know. still being yeah, used. It uh, it's like still being area and stuff. It's still being used out of context. Yes, yeah, like someone who is Native American. I can still see somebody skin, calling for get that. Offended. I guess so. But that's the difference. But why? I, but but you also you question this. Why are these white-owned teams named after things that have nothing to do with their heritage? Like New England <laughs> Patriots makes sense. Washington Redskins, why? Mm. Why? Man, I don't think it's just been around so long. Chicago, we have to really Black dig House. deep oh, and why. Oh, random around. side note. Cleveland Indians, why? A Knickerbocker is a New Yorker. Oh, okay. And damn Yankees. New York. Oh, okay. Well, Yankees, goddamn Yankees want to come down here, get rid of our slaves. The Metro- Mets is a metropolitan. In New York. Oh, that's what they are. Yeah. yeah. Them niggas got the most basic ass names. They're really be hardcore for them teams. But Knickerbockers are also pants. The Rangers. Listen, um. Anything to do with guns and violence, of course. So the Cleveland Indians, meh. I think uh, they well, have I issue with the logo. Should they be the Cleveland Native but Americans? But but like I was saying, like 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 I was saying, it, it's just one of those things where all these teams come from a time before, a sl- little bit after slavery, mm-hmm. during segregation, and what makes a white man name a team Blackhawk, Indian, Redskin, anything with a condemnation for a Native American group of people? White, why? Yeah. Colorful. I don't know. I don't know why, man. Like I said, these teams were started years before we even thought of. Just, At least the just Indians question. and the uh, Redskins were. It's a were. good question. No, I think that would actually take a lot of research. And I'm sure the research and information is out there because they there are SJWs and that have taken on that specific topic. Topic, yeah. And that is all they care about because they are really pushing and they really want that change oh, for that. that. They won't be the Redskins by 2025. Mm, is that accurate? You're probably right. I'm giving them more time. 2025. Yeah. I'm giving them more time. You're probably right. I'm let I'm gonna let society do its thing. But um, cowboys are not changing. Nah, definitely not. I mean, that's white people. Cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys are white people. They're not. In. But um, I oh, and last week I meant to say, yo, I had a dun 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 moment when um the Cowboys and Redskins play every Thanksgiving, and I yeah. figured out why. I'm like, oh, yeah. I get it. Yo, this world is sick. All right, anybody got anything else on social justice warriors? Just that from this move, from moving forward to not always have such a negative connotation with them and to take it that there are a lot of people that fall under the umbrella that are claiming to be them when really they're just being haters. 
trolls. Oh, trolls. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. after oh, doing name. the research and looking up stuff about this, I realized that everybody automatically is like, man, those social justice warriors, they're yeah. always getting in, in shit that they don't need to be in or they're just bitching to be bitching. But it never really was intentionally supposed to be yeah. that way. There was like some- Jesse Williams, he is a social justice warrior. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick is a social justice warrior. A real one. Yeah. Because they have a, a cause one. that they're fighting. They're not going around on social media <clears> trolling <throat> people and just wanting to just like hang everybody Don't forget for about the homie d ray d ray in the blue vest <laughs> shout out d ray in the blue vest <laughs> so yeah just keep that in mind i think that's too because there was a uh two guys that were on the joe rogan podcast and they were talking about how they went around making fake articles just to incite people yes yeah like they just would just make a ride yeah they would make fake articles and people would just retweet the hell out these articles mm. that were just out of no nowhere real actual factual yeah. basis so i think if you're going if that's going to be your mission to go out there and tweet stuff, just at least do your research mm-hmm. before you start retweeting and going in on something. All right. Well, um, you heard it here first from Miss Nikki and Jukebox and Johnny. That was a good form topic. Straight Johnny. up. Thank you. Um, I appreciate you giving it that. We're growing. We're being progressive. Progressive. That. So Pro- can we go back to doing Shout, shout out to. Uh, so, yeah, pro- man. When the next time I'm going to eat some ass. I walked right into that. Whoa! Gotta bring the ass into it. Hold on, yeah, just it's not a kicking shit podcast show if we not talk about eating ass. Mm -hmm. What? You're absolutely right. When's the last time you ate some butt? It's been a while. I ain't eating ass in a minute. (laughs) All right, man. Hey, 2019 goal. Hey, you got awards? I think I'm done with eating ass because that shit got your boy uh, throat cancer. (laughs) What? That is allegedly. (laughs) Yo, man, awards. (laughs) Yeah, I got my awards. Yo, wild, man. Tour is so we on real niggas. Uh, real nigga, hold on, real nigga of the week. Yeah, are you staying on for awards? Mm, sure, give hear you react. All right, so my uh, I guess my real nigga of the week goes out to Judge Napolitano, uh, Napolo Napolitano. Yeah, Napolitano. Napolitano. Looks Italian. He is the resident judge for Fox News. Oh, jeez. So, Fox News brought him on there to help with their agenda. They were basically saying, you know, Michael Cohen had got three years, and they were basically acting like this meant nothing for Trump. So he was like, what are you guys talking about? He's like, Trump is going to jail. He lied. He told someone to lie. Uh, he told someone to cover up a lie for him. So he basically told somebody to lie to cover up another lie that he told. He is going to jail. And the people on Fox News was like shot. They're like, oh, shit. I thought this nigga was on payroll. <laughs> That's how he was on payroll. So shout out to the judge, Napolitano. Is he next? They Trump, about to take him a, out. Trump's a couple people away. He going, though. Now, correct me no, if I'm wrong. No, I'm talking wrong. about taking this judge out. Oh, yeah, he's out. Yeah, he's out. He's fired. They're going to do him like uh, oh, yeah, CNN did. He's going to disappear. He's going he gonna to see Did uh, Mark Lamont. That's how they going to do him. Uh, yeah. Get out of here, nigga. You're fired. You're fired. Uh, yo. All right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did you guys see Nancy Pelosi and was it Chuck Schumer? I saw that shit. Um, Basically getting Trump's ass on CNN. You think they got in his ass? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I thought he won that. <laughs> you got the clip? I don't have the clip. Let's find the clip. Oh my god! It's you, like ten minutes long. Yeah. We don't have time for that whole clip. I felt like they clip got note. it. Trump says you I was so? making them my real niggas of the week. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. They was, I, they was being up front with the president. 
Yeah, they were. Let them know it ain't gonna work. I mean, he, and he let them talk to the them reason. Right I feel like the reason why you think he won, he probably did his classic. Okay, I'm doing it. I, well, I'm shutting shit down. All right, shut down. Let's shut. It's over. No, basically. you're fired. <laughs> basically, that's how I, I felt like. That's how he was with it. So that's why I was shouting. They did go out, hard man. on him. They though. went hard on him, man. They did. Nobody really goes hard on him because he don't care as hard. Because uh, the reason I thought that he won and they lost. It's because Talk your shit, they King. were being political. And once again, he's like, fuck politics. I'm being like, a, I'm being a real person. I'm going to tell you how it is. Tell him, tell him. That's the only reason I thought. They probably did have better points. But I just think that the way he was, they were like really professional. And he was not. <laughs> and that's why you can't beat him. It's like fighting a nigga that don't got nothing to lose. Like an ugly nigga. Like yeah. fighting an ugly nigga. Oh, man. He's like, fuck me up. He beat go- me up. I don't give a shit, <laughs> he nigga. win every goddamn time. Yeah. All right. Um, What you got for... It's on me. Yeah, so All right, dunce I got y'all. So my dunce, this is actually kind of old, but I just came across it. Uh, it goes out to the rapper Webby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Webby cannot fucking read. <laughs> what? <laughs> Webby's accent shit. is ridiculous. I can't. Let me read that part. Let me go back. Let me go back. You got to start at the beginning. Drops for the breakfast club, man. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, the God. You already know what it is. Thank you. DJ DJ Envy and Angela Gee and Sally my my God. Let me let me read that for God damn girl. Y'all got some names on that man. What up, what up? You already know who it is. It's me, Webby the Tree. I found Young Savage, Sweet John Jr. Doing what I do, what I do, what I do, and I'm doing it with my girl, DJ Envy, Angela Lee, Angela Yee. Damn. Hold on. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlotte McGay. That's it, man. That's it. That's it, man. I'm gonna post that shit on the website so I can see the full video. This so motherfucker cannot Yay, read. He's a dunce for real. That nigga is a dunce for real. and the God. Because he tried to read it. Nigga, Charlemagne told him what to say. He's like, yo, man, do a drop, man. Breakfast Club, DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God, Angela Gee. Yo, man, I feel you, Webby, man. It's tough, man. I be trying to read these prompts. You have to enunciate. Charlemagne. You keep trying to use that little swagger talk that he got. Yeah. I'm here with my girl, DJ Envy. Yes. Hey, now, y'all know in the South, like, our school system sucks. North Carolina ain't that great. fucking no. bad. But they from Louisiana. I know it's Enunciate. bad. Enunciate. Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana. I Open know they mouth. school system bad. I know it's not that simple. Look but at every rapper that comes from those Open places. your mouth. Except for Master P. Shout out Master P. Shalom again. Shalom again. All right. My <laughs> dunce was going to go to Miss um, Anna. And I can't pronounce her last name for her racist highway on the subway. Oh, I seen that shit. I guess the Asian ladies. Yeah, I wanted what? to play that. Shalom again. If my shit. Shalom again. Fuck off. Okay, stupid. Fuck off. Fuck off. Damn, she hit him. What? What? Ooh, she stunned back. Ooh, bitch. Ooh, shit. I know, right, nigga? Shalom again. What you gonna do now? <laughs> So what makes her a dunce? Cause she has this rant. This is just stupid. It's she a was subway. Like, it's a New have York you seen subway. It? No, and that's why we're gonna have to put the video up because I mean she's not really saying much. She's basically trying to hit this like Asian lady. Yeah, she putting her hair in a ponytail, y'all. And like, she act like she's about to fight, and then she just starts kicking she's her. She's putting her hair in a ponytail, and well, she is about to get in her. She's taking her purse off. Just some black shit. Since there's no dialogue. <laughs> I'm gonna have dialogue. to post it. It'll she done handed her keys to it. Oh, shit. She put the keys up. Okay, she got the keys out. Purse <laughs> back on. She turns around. 
bitch that stepped on my motherfucking shit. I Sir. Your motherfucking ass. <laughs> I'm just looking, man. Sir. I can't watch it. No. Oh, shit. She kicked that bitch. Now, mind y'all, she never hit her. She kind of stepped on her shield a bit. It's not that you're giving a play-by-play -play right now. One of the Asian guys of Asian descent is trying to break it up. Hey, shout out to my AZN, nigga, fuck the rest. Shout out to all my Asians, bro. Oh, she hit her with an umbrella. Y'all yeah, need to go watch this shit. Prada umbrella, too. She hit her with a racist umbrella. Hell yeah, yeah. Hit her with the Prada umbrella. Oh, she hit her twice. Leo, what are you Yo, she, doing? She is getting this shit off. She looks crazy as fuck. <laughs> All right, I won't keep giving y'all this play-by-play, -play, man. I'm just sorry. I'm just, this shit is wow. I feel you, dude. Yo, I hadn't seen it in his entire... Oh, that shit like a bat. Look at that shit. That <laughs> lady's <laughs> pissed. Anna, when you get on the when you get on the New York subway, just remember it's gonna be packed. Things are gonna happen. I've even been hit on the New York subway by an old Spanish lady, but yeah. I had to realize I'm in New York. It's a million people. I'm sorry. Yo, my first didn't time mean to step on, on, on your shoe. Subway, I fell into a nigga lap. I didn't expect for that shit to take off like that. Whoa! Oh yeah! Uh, yeah. Like, oh, you, you never know that shit about to jerk you, man. <laughs> but um, that was my that was my dust. What you got for uh? Person Man of the, of the week, week, man. So I'm gonna get this shit to LeBron James and D Wade. They play their final game together Aww. or against each other. And you know, it's cool, man, to have some brotherhood, have some friendship like that in your life, man. You could tell they really gonna miss, you know, this basketball thing. Like D Wade, this is last year playing, so him and LeBron, this is their last time playing against each other. And you know, they embraced in a few hugs, man. They was chatting it up after the thing. What do you think it meant when he said it could have ended here or in the garden? Uh, I think it meant what he said. Just like it, ha it would have to be in a, a big arena for us to do this the right way. I thought he was saying it was either going in here or he was going to play ball to his dead in a garden. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, did. I was like, man, he's going to be reading too much into this shit. Uh, my person of the week it was inspired by the conversation we just had during Social Justice Board and the, and the word bitch. <clears throat> A lot of times when men use words to describe women, they're not always the, the best. Mm -hmm. And we as men have got to do better. And I think one of the greatest words I heard to describe a girl was recently. So I want to give a shout out to my man, Lil Baby. <laughs> he referred to women several times on his album has the vibe. The vibe. I'll call him that. Can you use it in a sentence? The vibe. She, she's a whole vibe. She's a whole mm -hmm. vibe. When you're trying to catch the vibe, let me call my trying vibe. Trying to get with a vibe? Let me call my vibe up. Okay. All right. All right. You know what that means? If I call the vibe up, y'all niggas, yo, y'all got to get out. I could do that. She's the whole vibe. She's the music. She is the Netflix. Mm. Let's go fuck with these vibes tonight. She, what a vibe! I'm that? looking for Somebody's a vibe. Somebody's gonna ruin it and turn Probably. it into something dirty. Yeah, a bad little vibe. I was hitting this vibe the other night. See, see what I'm saying? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. The vibe. She's the vibe. Yo, my guy. I think this is the vibe. I think this is it. I think she the one. This, this the vibe. This is it right here. It's She's a vibe. whole vibe. Who had the? Oh, Trey Songz had the vibe song. 
A whole vibe. Um, didn't Jenny Aiko sing the hook on that? Yeah. Shout out, little baby, man. End that album fire. <laughs> All right, man. Without any further ado, your favorite part of the show, my favorite part of the show. Real side shit clip of the week. Yeah. <laughs> no, nigga. Oh, okay. oh, it's time for the movie minute. Oh, okay. Give it to me. Y'all already know what time it is. It's your boy Jacquez here with the movie minute of the week. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just playing, man. It's your boy Jukebox, man, here with the movie minute of the week. And this week, I'm giving my movie minute to Ready Player One. Oh! Written and directed by Steven Spielberg. I love that movie. It's a very good movie, man. I watched this over the weekend. It's a very good movie, man. It takes place in the future where people go into a place called the Oasis, which is a virtual reality Basically, Preach, brother. Yeah, it's a virtual reality play world. You can go in there and be somebody you never could be in real life. Uh, but anyways, the story's about the owner, the guy who created the Oasis basically dies, and he's going to leave his fortune to the person that can find three of his Easter eggs, and whoever can find those three Easter eggs will basically become the uh, the ruler of the Oasis and can control the Oasis. It's a very good movie. If you're a nerd, you will love this movie because there's a lot of different uh, Easter eggs from like Pac-Man. You got different video games, different mm. uh, old cartoons and shit that just would come out and you would see these characters in the Oasis. Um, it does kind of have a, um, <laughs> it does kind of have a, uh, a little backstory about the, how to overthrow the people in power. So if you want to get deep with it, it's really throw overthrowing the people of power. <laughs> Layers to this. Yeah, movie. yeah. So that's kind of the backstory when you look into it. But this movie is great. It's really great. So I'm about to give y'all a wave scale on this bitch. Four point eight waves. I thought you were gonna get three sixties now. I almost get hey, hey, three sixties to me is twelve years a slave. You gotta be a good ass get out. You gotta be a good ass fucking movie. <laughs> Uh, Avatar. That's that's the three sixty. Avatar right. is five stars. Hell yeah! Five waves, excuse me. One of the best movies ever. That's All up right. there with Titanic. Why you in your review bag, <laughs> man? Bring us up to date. Real, real side chicks of Charlotte, real quick. Here we go, man. So now we, this is the moment you all been waiting for. Real side chicks of Charlotte, episode three, the review. So the show opens up where we left off in uh, episode two. Bricks and Ralph are going at it, and Ralph's uh. As Bricks like to say, bootleg salon, which it doesn't it like bootleg. It's like a bootleg. fucking crib, and it had like a picture of Bart Marley or something on the wall. Um, so they started off arguing and shit. Bricks is fucking blonde as hell. I swore she said the N word, but she said she said the D word, which is dick. Um, so <laughs> from there, um, I'm trying to think of everybody else's storyline. Lynette and Twan the dude, they get into it because they had a threesome last episode. Twan the dude ended up smashing the chick from the threesome without Lynette knowing. Lynette was pissed off about that, said they should have fucked her together. And then you got Nisha, who's dating Ren, um, and her baby daddy, Devon, comes to the birthday party that Nisha was having. Ren was there. Devon just showed up with flowers. Ren was like, I basically thought you was done with this nigga. And she's like, I am done with this nigga. You need to leave. So Devon's like, I'm leaving. Ren's like, I'm leaving. Nisha follows Ren outside. It's like, don't leave, don't leave. If you leave, that's it. You leave, that's it. Ren left. It was a mess. 
Nisha said, get them fucking cameras out of my motherfucking face. <laughs> I need to hire you just to do like a recap. <laughs> Yo, if y'all can see this nigga face. Previously on Real Serious. <laughs> so next episode, look like Devon gonna try to pull the threesome with Nisha and Ren. Um, yeah, sexual is so fuck. Yeah, and it's definitely, but you know, I want to pull a clip from the week. So, you know, I want to kind of bring reality to, to, to this show and make you guys touch you in the heart somewhere. So there's no. a scene <laughs> when Twan the dude and Lynette are having dinner. Yo, if you can see this nigga ass, how you moving? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a scene with Twan and dude, Lynette, they having dinner. Um, and in this scene, I feel like everybody kinda go through this point in a relationship. Um, where it's what? like where you where you fucking with a guy and you fucking with a girl, but y'all both want more out the relationship, but y'all kinda scared to say it. So Lynette, let me give y'all a little background. Lynette's mad cause Twan the dude fucked Chris, uh, Nikki, who was the chick they had the threesome with without her knowing. So Twan's like, I don't want to share you with nobody. I'm tired. I don't want you to share me with nobody either. Basically, that's just what I want to do. This is the relationship I want. And I was like, come on, man. How can you not have some sense of humanity and feel this? Feel this that's scene. That's what you took away from that whole situation? <laughs> exactly. See, so that's I'm, why men are the way they are. Let me go ahead and play are. this for y'all, man. Let Twan the dude drop some knowledge on y'all. This is how you calm your woman down. He flipped it around so he wouldn't be in trouble. That's what anymore. you want to call it? I feel yes. like he was saying, I don't want to share you. Did. I don't want to share you. And I don't want you sharing me. I just want us to be with each other. Damn, that nigga was deep. At him. He's a clown. Twana dude is my nigga. What? Twana dude. I, I fuck with Twana dude. No. <laughs> to this ducky day. day. <laughs> Thank you, Twan. All right, man. Yo, it's been episode 32 of the Kicking Shit Podcast. You can find us. Yes, you can find us. You can find all three of us at kickingshitpod.com. Straight up. You can write us kickingshitpod at gmail.com. That's K-I-C-K-I-N. We all know how to spell shit. Pod.com. Um, and that's Gmail. That's our Gmail. Did I say that? Yep. Gmail. Yeah. We're also on the social medias, Instagram and Twitter. At Kicking Shit Pod, and we are on Facebook as KSP. Go like our page, please, oh, and thank you. Um, we will be doing more posting on Facebook for all you Facebook heads. We're gonna get a little bit more active. Um, and the crew is always telling where they can find you guys. Yeah, you know where I'm at, man. I'm on Instagram, JUK3BOXJOHNY, and I'm on Twitter giving my thoughts and opinions at JUK3BOXJOHNY. Your tweets are funny, man. I got the, I got to tell you. I love the tweets. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to say thoughts and opinions. I thought you were just going to say that's where my thoughts are. <laughs> All right, Miss Nikki. Um, you can find me at um, everything is Miss New Bougie, M-I-S-S-N-E-W-B-O-U-R-G-I-E. That's Every, good. For all you guys to keep asking me what she looked like, please go there. Yeah, man. Yeah, she got a nice voice. Go look her up. She a nice looking lady, she too. She got real big. I feel anyway, like you have to message um, me first because I have to think about if I want to. Uh. 
<laughs> Accept your friend request because it's uh, private. Well, hey, make sure you uh make sure your picture on your IG profile. Right? Yeah, true. And it's your boy Jumpman Jones. You can find me on IG Soul Train Company, like the soul of a shoe, and on Twitter as Soul Train Co. This has been episode thirty-two. It's been great. It's been fun. Y'all have a happy Monday. Have a good week. Christmas is coming soon. Happy holidays, everybody. We'll talk to y'all real soon. Peace. <laughs>